Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2022! Keeping Up the Nerds is finally back, and do we have a bunch of topics for you guys? Oh. Cobra Kai, Boba Fett, The Witcher, Renee finally plays his PlayStation 5 in peace! There's a lot to discuss, so guys, don't go anywhere. Future me, editor me, whatever you want to call me at this point, hit that music, let's do this. From 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, in the heart of Uptown Whittier. Keep it up with the nerds presents issue number 80. Yay! My name is Brian. Renee. And welcome to the show. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Where's Nick? Oh. 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 Yeah, uh, about that. Nick quit. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't. So yeah, it's don't dra- drama within the just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he said he hated it here. Yeah. He said he didn't like me, that he needed new new fresh meat to pick on. And yeah, he was done with you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how this is going to look like since this camera is now facing directly me, but I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. So does it look kind of weird or no? You're a little off center. I'm a little off center? Yeah. After we hit the record? After we hit the record. You're Do I look weird? Fine. Am I like looking over the camera? <laughs> oh, to, to talk to me? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Does it? <laughs> yeah, because this one's capturing me just looking at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Whatever, we'll make it work. I'll, I'll figure out something. Yes, but ladies and gentlemen, we are finally back. Unfortunately, Nick uh, is... Uh, he did He did allow us to basically tell you guys he does have uh, COVID, and so he's at home resting. But yes. that does not mean he's not joining us for our first issue of the year. We will be giving him a call later on. Uh, there is a topic that mm-hmm. we do want to discuss with them because we've all seen it. We're all hyped about it. We're we all, all fans freaking of it. loved it. Yeah. We all like, you know, <laughs> Renee was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> It's funny. I was I was on the phone with Maddie. It's funny you say that. Last night, M- Maddie was like, "Can you do that again?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "Just do do your little yes." And, and I just like I just stopped talking for a bit and it got quiet. And I went, "Yes, yes." <laughs> Andy was mentioning that too. She was like, "Can can Renee do that?" Like he's like he's like she's laughing at you, going, "Yes, yes." <laughs> And I was like, I could go creepier if I wanted to. You could go creepier? Do <laughs> you want to go creepier? Let's see. Hold on. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot to start a timer. So technically now <laughs> we're like, what? How long have we been recording for? Uh Oh, technically five minutes. Technically five minutes. Yeah. So I'm starting at five minutes late, technically. Yes. Somewhere around there. Yes. <laughs> God, uh, what a what great start to this. What a great start. Yeah, good what energy. A, what an awesome start, right? A lot of stuff has uh, happened in the two weeks that, you know, we've took a break from, but didn't stop uploading, obviously. No, no. We had some content planned. Uh, I did say that I was going to finish the skits before the new year. Mind you, uh, that we're didn't getting work. good views on the first two skits that we put up. Yeah. Good yeah. interaction from good them, too. Good interaction. Yeah. A lot of people have been talking about it, and they love it, you know? First one did really well. Well, second one is is still getting it's traction. Getting traction. Yeah, I want to say that the first one came about as big as it did because it was the keywords on the title. Yeah. And not only that, but we did use 
you know, it, it did get copy struck. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that it probably like pushed it up a little bit more mm-hmm. because of the music. And since it's got ads in it, you know? Yeah. No, why not? Oh, it's got years. ads in it. Yeah, I I, well, because when it gets copy struck, the person who is who owns the mm-hmm. the property to the music mm-hmm. uh, can choose to play ads on it or not, oh. or they can take it down. But because we're not monetized on YouTube, yeah. So I, oh. I'm assuming that it could or it does have ads on it. Yeah. Regardless of it, oh, homie. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? They got like what half a penny? I know, right? I, oh, 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 my bad. Oh my god, my my creativeness, our creativeness. You know, excuse it's me. Ruined. <laughs> No, but we couldn't no. do that that skit without that music. It had to, we had to put that music in that certain score in there. Yeah, the Jedi theme. Mm-hmm. Who cares? It's fun. It was great. Whatever. CC and Sarah were fantastic. Yes. I had so much fun editing them. Yeah, it was so great. Yeah, and I loved how you you put the little bloopers at the end with the music overplay. Yeah, I did like that a lot. So um, I hope you do that moving forward. So actually, funny that you mentioned it because uh, Andy was oh, kind of giving oh, us a little bit of camera a, stopped recording. <gasps> did it stop? Yeah. No! Technical difficulties, guys. We'll be right back. And now, our feature presentation. We're back, guys. Hey! Woo! Technical difficulties. Now now the technical difficulties are with me. You got me whatever you had. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) technical... So, uh, we had to change cameras because uh, phone difficulties uh, happen. This is what happens when Mm -hmm. Nick's not here. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Nick curse, you know? (laughs) That's what we get for making that poor joke. (laughs) Nick just cursed us from afar. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's playing Halo at home. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, So, if there's another cut in the podcast, it's because we're using our... or We're using my camera Mm -hmm. uh, for Renee's uh, face cam. Yeah. uh, For uh, visual... Visual, Listen, visual yeah. for people that are listening to the podcast on YouTube. Uh, by the way, we do have a YouTube channel. Keep it up with the nerds. Yeah. Cool. Subscribe. Let Please. us know. We're almost at 100 subs. We got like 91. 91. As of right now. We're growing. <laughs> yes. We're there. I know. We're almost at 100. Crazy. It's so great. Oh, uh, so if there's another cut in the podcast, we apologize for that. Uh, it's just that we need to reset the uh, camera or change batteries, whatever it is. And I think, um, did we... By the time of this, yeah, when obviously when we uploaded, we we featured on a podcast, guys. We were featured on Stephen Hoffa's podcast, Standing Still. <laughs> it's right. That's Standing Still, right? It's, standing not, it's still. not still standing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're never gonna let that down. No, no. It's still gonna it's gonna be there forever. It's still gonna be hard to like because because I had to think about it. I was like, like, standing, standing Still podcast with Stephen Hoffa, which was fun. We had a great time. It was doing great. That. It was good to mm-hmm. not be, you know, not have to worry. Yeah. In terms of all of this, that's the thing. Like, right? and we saw how Steven sets up. It's kind of just like how he, how we do it. He has the same setups that he does. He does those. He, what kind of cameras that he he uses? He had like Sony camcorders, mm-hmm. but they but they last pretty well too. That's the they thing. do. They're yeah. they're not. Because he was, we talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You were, you were just like, I was oh, fascinated yeah. because that's the thing is that you want it like mm-hmm. as someone, you know, someone that produces stuff for the show, mm-hmm. like you want to learn how people do it. Yeah. And so I was asking him, and I kind of noticed like they're not that expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I saw them at Target, they're like about 150, 200 mm-hmm. bucks per I, camera. I think the one thing that we talked about on both when he was on the on our show and we talked about on his show is that he, what the space he has uh-huh. it looks it's like an illusion it looks like it's spacious yeah he looks like he has room yeah but we were all in there and it was pretty we were pretty tightly kind of like okay we're all just kind of sitting three big guys yeah. basically in one tiny room yeah but it was good because you got to see how he ran his production mm-hmm. which is great and 
he's such a great host. It's so great and so refreshing to see someone else. Cause that's the thing is we get complimented, not to like rub our own egos or mm-hmm. anything, you know, but you know, thank you guys for the compliments mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Um, but we get told, you know, they love our energy. They love how we speak with yeah. one another, how mm-hmm. we can still joke around, but yeah. we like pick on each other kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see Steven kind of like emit, not the same energy, but have that kind of like talk show host, <laughs> like energy you yeah. know and be very engaging and interested mm-hmm. and move the conversation along mm-hmm. that was real great so it was great it was fun go check it out uh standing still podcast uh we're episode 95 or 94 i think we're 95 five yeah i think we're yeah. 95 he's about to hit 100 That's yeah crazy. we're almost at 102 i know i we're... think by the time year two rolls around we should be there no we should be by 100 i think yeah. We, hey, well, we'll see. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. we haven't done annual issues. Remember, the last issue was an That's annual, true. technically. So that way, we started the new year with uh, issue eighty. Yeah, yeah. That's it's been we... great. There's a lot yeah. of stuff we have planned. Uh, just kind of giving as a heads up yeah. uh, before we move on to the, you know, the actual content of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, skits will be going up with Lewis and Steven pretty soon. Those are going to be headed up, mm-hmm. if not already, on YouTube. So if you guys are listening to us on our audio platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Podbean, head on over to our YouTube channel, subscribe to Keeping Up With The Nerds, and you guys can see those skits. Mm -hmm. Sarah's and Cece's are already up. Lewis and Steven's will be going up soon. If not, they're already up. As far as Tales From The Nerds, there's some sound difficulties that I've been facing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's causing editing problems. The last episode, too. Of? Was it? No, not Tales From The... Tales From The Nerds. Tales from the Nerds? That's oh, the, the one that's the, causing me the audio problems. Yeah, the because the, we also filmed the one. Yeah, because that's the one at your Nick's house, right? had it, yeah. yeah Nick's, Nick's, but Nick's only had it in one particular scene, which mm-hmm. I managed to fix. Mine has it for multiple scenes, so mm-hmm. I have to figure out a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll hopefully eventually be going up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some content that we're basically working on. Uh, we had a meeting not that long ago to discuss mm-hmm. some future plans for the next coming month. Yeah. Uh, for the next coming weeks, actually. Uh, that we have planned for February as well. Um, no, we've been hard at work. Yeah. It's yeah. getting real. <laughs> I know, especially because we don't take a break from uploading. No. We are very consistent on we, because we shot back to back, was it two weeks ago? for Three weeks up, ago. Three weeks, th- three weeks ago, wow. And, you know, that's the one thing that we try to be is just consistent. Mm-hmm. We try to stay on our schedule, and I think that's why people respect what we do yeah because it's hard Mm -hmm. even content creators that are like big yeah courage you know courage is one of them because he he keeps releasing these videos Mm -hmm. it makes me laugh i I love the dude but it makes me laugh because he's always like yeah i want to upload more on my channel Mm -hmm. and then he never keeps up to a consistent upload schedule and like i see now how like streamers or let's plays how they do it Mm -hmm. and stuff and understanding the what, what you have to do as well and the scheduling and what content they need to put out. Like, Mark Replier, like, he throws content every day. He stopped because he was streaming for a while. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's just making me, and then it made me realize, like, wow, like, he devotes, like, a couple of days of just, like, recording. That's what I mean that it's getting real. Mm-hmm. Because, so, you know, not to give too much away because mm-hmm. these are surprises that we're actually hoping, mm-hmm. you know, will become a reality pretty soon. Um, but... We have to basically plan out things now. Yeah. Like our upload schedule for the podcast has always been, you know, Wednesdays at 1130 mm-hmm. a.m. Pacific time. Uh, that's always been there since the beginning. We've yeah. always planned that. Uh, but in terms of like, you know, the skits and stuff like that, 
that has always been very sporadic. Yeah. But at least it's consistent enough that like you can expect something to be uploaded on mm-hmm. the channel. Yeah. You know, and that's what kind of what makes it difficult. Um, you know, we're 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 working to bring in more assets. Uh, we're planning uh, some stuff to uh, reach out our audience a lot more. I mean, that's yeah. probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, and all of it has kind of, when we had that meeting a couple of days ago, was it yesterday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday upon re- when recording this. When recording. Yeah. As of, yes, yeah. The, like that's, I I, we, mm-hmm. I stopped the meeting and I was just like, holy crap, man. Like This is like a reality now. It is. It's more of like, we gotta, it's not just like, oh, what, what are we going to record? It's like, no, what are we going to do to push the brand what yeah that's the thing you know what are we doing to it's not like oh yeah we're gonna do this skit we're gonna do that because that we can just come up with but we're also that's also recording schedules as well too we're we're starting to do that because it's like like, it's still a hobby it is still a passion it's still fun to do yeah but we've noticed that it's just it's we're getting more traction which we have to take advantage of that's the thing Yeah. yeah and and i think the way we're doing it again you know I'm so happy and I feel very blessed that we have Nick because yeah. he knows how to go about things. He knows all like, you know, the way all the jargon as well, too. Yeah. He knows how to talk as well and how to go. up. He knows how to go about it. We you and I, we have the ideas, but there's no way of like okay, selling it, selling it. Nick does it better. Yeah. That's the thing. So there's a lot to look forward to. And I feel like within the next six months, it's the next six months is going to either make it or break it for us. More than likely, it'll make it. Yes. But there's still that opportunity where something can happen. I feel that if it doesn't go our way, it's not of like we're ending the brand. It's more of like we're learning. I like that you said that. Yeah. I like that you said that because, you know, we we mentioned it in Steven's podcast. Again, Mm -hmm. go listen to Standing Still. Uh, But we mentioned how like, uh, you know, certain projects mm-hmm. that start amongst friends always kind of end in a sour way yes after about a year to six months yeah. six months to a year six months to a year it's the make it or break it with when you want to start a project or even any sort of thing with group of friends yeah you and i've learned that best you know we went through so much we went through so much trauma of that. <laughs> and um vietnam <laughs> flashbacks in the background <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know it some bridges were burned some it just showed that you know okay well you can't really do it with certain groups of people in your life yeah but through the ashes rose <laughs> keeping up with the, the nerds. phoenix that is keeping up with <laughs> the <laughs> rose <laughs> The dramatic effect of I'm that phoenix from Harry Potter. Yes! Ascension! Uh, oh, I miss this dynamic. Yeah, right? It's been a kiss. I love Nick, but still. No, it's just it's the two so, of us. Just the two of us. Yeah, I forgot how that was as well, too. You and I just have, we have our moments. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think I think looking back, if we had to look back on our early episodes, I think because the, the first episode we talked about the pandemic, you know, we talked about. Oh, yeah. Now was. we're like, OK, so yeah. look, COVID's a serious thing. I get that. Yes. I, I don't want to joke. I don't want to joke too much about yeah. it. But it's so it's so weird because Andy sent me a a, a, a meme. <laughs> oh, man, I feel so old now saying meme because I don't think 
I don't think people nowadays call it a meme. Yeah, I don't know well, what they call I'm it. I'm going to be 30 this uh, year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, before I forget, yeah. actually, before I hit 30, I've committed to the fact that I'm going to dye my hair. I want to. I oh, want to have, have like to this part. Right, I want to do like this part right here, yeah. like dye it purple. But first, I have to get married, then do it. Okay. Yeah, I want do, purple. You're gonna do the, like the Mark Papier kind of thing. Where, yeah. Yeah. I see what you do. I see. I see. Yeah. It. Yeah. I want that. I just want to try it. You know. You know, I've never dyed my hair too. I might just do it. Hey, Talk well, me all, into all, it. All of us should yeah. do it, but we should all pick. a I color. don't want to say like a milestone for the podcast. <laughs> I feel like people are gonna be like, 125 <laughs> guys, let's do this. <laughs> if we get. 500 subs by year two. <laughs> we dye our hair. Oh, man. That's a Everyone starts subscribing. Because <laughs> Nick's dyed his hair. That's why. So yeah. he's done it. He's done it. He's good. I pick purple. I want dark purple. Mm. Okay. But if you get, like, green. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no, it has to be, like, a certain green, I think. Or I might do it blue just to match with Mandy. Top of the morning to you, laddies. <laughs> Top of the morning. <laughs> You, you all of a sudden turned into Jacksepticeye. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. Yeah, why are no, we joking about because this? Because we're like reminiscing. It's a new year, that's why. It is we're a looking new year. Back. We're looking back because we started this in 2020, didn't we? No, 2019. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. We oh, I didn't even mention the meme that Andy sent. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God, we're distracting ourselves. Yeah. This is this is why this, Nick this is, is, yeah, this is, keeps <laughs> us on track. The meme she sent me was like, when you realize that 2022 is pronounced 2022. Two, yes. yes. <laughs> it's a sequel. <laughs> I actually I like that a lot. Because I'm just like, technically, we've had like three, mm-hmm. like three surges before this, yeah. right, in COVID. So when you think about it, it's like, you know, COVID-1, COVID-2. Mm-hmm. It returned COVID three <laughs> redemption, re- and now we're in like yeah. COVID four. <laughs> oh man! Or we're in the new trilogy yeah, now. We're like Star in the, Wars, in the whole new trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like or it's like the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's back, but it's not as great. <laughs> like, we're no. we're kind of accepting that it's 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 around. <laughs> it's, it's no, my God, dude, I hate that. That people are just like so accepting of it now. Yeah, people are tired of it. I understand. I get but it. But it's like we just got to take precautions. Oh, at this I mean, point. Okay, if we're gonna get it like a little bit, I I will admit I am tired wearing masks. Yes. But at the same time, we have to wear them. Just. Just for the sake of doing it, you know, we have to do it. It doesn't do anything. You're not muzzled up. You can still talk. You yeah. can still breathe. And also, if you're like in a public mm-hmm. place that requires you to wear a mask, yeah. just step out. Yeah, if you it's don't, it's not difficult. Yeah. Like, I, 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 whatever. I'm not going to get into this because you know we might get yeah, we'll, you know we'll rant for another half an hour and yeah, then but, Nick's like, where are they? <laughs> why, why are they not here? <laughs> Supposed to talk Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> why are you talking about COVID? No, nah, but honestly, stay safe out there, guys. Yes. Uh, you know, believe what you want at this point. But, you know, the most important thing to know is to stay safe, keep other people safe, you know, worry about one another and just support, you know, because at this point, everyone's getting sick. Like Nick, for example, we didn't think Nick's vaccinated and boosted mm, and everything. Been boosted, yeah. And he got it. And, he got exposed to someone. That but he's it. taking care of that by staying at home yeah. and he's you take, know, isolating yeah. and making sure that. Yeah we're also safe as well he mm-hmm. let us know which is good yeah so we can appreciate that and Definitely. yeah honestly i don't want to get you know too because i feel like if the moment you talk about it, it's like political what is this like a freaking and i hate how people made it a political that's the thing i hate how people made this out this whole pandemic a political thing why do we have to make everything political because every ugh, just whatever no, you know yeah, what you know what yeah. you this, know what is not political this this, this you know this what's not political all right <laughs> 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 Poland. <laughs> you know what's not political? Hmm. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I 
mean, Star Wars is built on politics. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh my god, there were people that argue. <laughs> Boba Fett Boba came Fett. out. Yes, two December, episodes in right now. Yeah, December thirty first. Yes, yes. Holy crap! It came out last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it came out last year. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes. <laughs> But it came out last year. We're yeah. two episodes in as at the time of recording. By this time, by yeah. the time that this episode releases, we're on our third episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing a mini cast for that one. I want to do a mini cast. Yeah. I should be saying, uh, just mainly because I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot to discuss. There's a there lot to talk is. about, and it feels very different. I don't want to spend too much time on Boba Fett right now because yeah. not much of the story has been revealed. Yeah. But I will say this because we talked about it before we started recording. Yes. You and I are on opposite we are, sides of the spectrum. Shockingly. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Civil War time. <laughs> the Republic versus the Empire. Ah. At war as always. <laughs> um, so I am of the loving side of it. Yeah. I adore what they're doing here. I just love how much more badass Boba Fett is now. Mm hmm. Because I've always been of the mentality that Boba Fett was made to sell toys. Yeah. That's kind of like the whole he aspect was, of it, right? He was there. And you, I mean, people will disagree, especially people that were like big fans of the EU, mm-hmm. the extended universe for Fan Star Wars. Books, yes. Yeah. Or, you know, the comic books about how he managed to escape the Sarlacc pack. They yeah. retconned that because they it was did. canon that it, he got out. Yeah, he but like they shot retconned out of the it. way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now they retconned that by saying that, oh, apparently Patrick well, Oswald well, predicted it. Well, because, you know, if you look back at the whole aspect of him falling into the Sarlacc pit, you know, um, it was Han that... Oh, sorry. If you guys hear anything, it's the plumbing next door. Oh, they're okay. Fixing, like, they're fixing the plumbing in the bathroom. Not here, next door. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and, um, yeah, but didn't Han hit his jetpack and it, like, sparked and he flew? Yeah. Like, so his jetpack... Wasn't at a hundred percent. If you think about it, no. Yeah. So there, how how do we just shoot? It's Star right Wars. Up? And look, there, I, I was thinking about that yeah. because it does get more complicated. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it watching the second episode. Yeah. How like there's certain things about the way the story is being told yeah. where you just have to accept that it's badass mm-hmm. and Star Wars, <laughs> and that's all. That's true, right? And you're yeah. just supposed to enjoy it. Because so basically, you're supposed to accept plot holes. Ex- yes and no. Because <laughs> we there's a whole generation that doesn't accept plot holes. Yeah. You know? like, so what I'm enjoying so much about Boba Fett, do you mind if I start? Go for it. Okay, so the Mandalorian versus the Boba Fett. I feel like they're both separate entities at this point. You can't compare the two. You can't because the Mandalorian is, you know, John Favreau's child. That is, you know, his creation, and yeah. he knew exactly how he wanted to make this happen. Yeah, it is a western all the way through, mm-hmm. and it's two seasons. Mm-hmm. Two seasons, right? Two seasons, yeah. Yeah, two seasons. It's a western the whole way through. The music is very western. The shots, you know, yeah. the action sequences. It's mm-hmm. a very you know, it, you can tell what John Favreau and Dave Filoni yeah. were aiming for when they made this. And Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, it's different. I, it, I can't put my finger on it yet, but it is uh, produced still by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and the executive producer mm-hmm. is or executive producer is Robert Rodriguez, oh, yes, yes. who directed the episode, the first episode, or the uh, first no, two. in the Mandalorian. Oh, yes, that's right. It's the one where he directed uh, where the child got kidnapped, right? Yeah, and when Boba Fett comes back. Exactly. Gets his armor, yeah. So this is going to be his his child, yeah. I can tell. And the first episode was great. It was actually really fun. Yes. I, I enjoyed really quick. I did enjoy how they showed how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. 
the fact that they're saying that Patrick Oswald predicted <laughs> it in Parks and Rec kind of upsets me a little bit it, because yeah. obviously that's kind of the way he should be coming out. That's the thing. And I think because, you know, Patton Pat Oswald is just a huge, huge nerd. Yeah, you exactly. Know, he's, he's, he's The a, guy is a... Yeah. He's, he, you look at him, and he's just like... He's a great yeah. writer as well, too. So he knows how to... Or a way that you know what fans want to see yeah or would want or or even himself that he knows that yeah this would be good let's give patrick oswald the credit you know if pat, they if pat, Patton oswald Patton oswald yeah Patton pat, oswald. i kept saying patrick my bad Patton mm-hmm. oswald mm-hmm. let's give him the credit he deserves yes. because if he wrote that line or those I was gonna lines say, in parks who, and rec whoever wrote that for him in parks and rec if it was him or someone else yeah credit deserved yes 100 mm-hmm. percent but you also have to understand, as it's you know, as someone who writes for this, yeah. sometimes you get really into that headspace where you really want to sell something. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I could have seen this being a way of doing so yeah. because it is a great way to get out of the starlight mm-hmm. pit. You know, it's very clever. It's yeah. very Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. He's very resourceful. Yes. We know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get some background check yeah. of how he basically it went from, you know, where he when he got out of the Sarlacc pit mm-hmm. to where he is now yeah. as the new crime lord of Tatooine or of a certain district in Tatooine. Well, because he's not yeah. full on crime lord; he no. owns a territory. Yes, that's kind of he's only got. he's not official. I I don't want to say he's official crime lord because he's only he's only claiming the throne because he killed whoever was for was last sitting on it. Exactly. So he's forcibly trying to build a name for him. He's and it's funny though because. Everyone has even uh, Fennec mentions it yeah. that like crime lords in the area basically mm-hmm. build their reigns upon fear. Yes, but Boba Fett's building it on respect. Respect, and that's a different take, which I love. I love that. I love that he doesn't want to be feared. He doesn't want to be a. Ag- I don't want to say aggressive, but he doesn't want to be like how basically Jabba was. Exactly. You know? Just like I have, I, I could just do this, you know, and then someone will do it for me and stuff like that. I want to know if they're going to connect that, that to the Mandalorian, like possibly saying that his viewing of Mando yeah. kind of changed the aspect because I, that was the mm-hmm. thing is that when we did see Boba Fett coming back in the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. there was a very tough persona oh, to him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, he's like, yeah, I'm Boba Fett and I'm here to kick ass. Mm-hmm. And then now he's just like, yeah, I'm going to roll with an iron fist, but mm-hmm. I'm going to make you respect it and understand mm-hmm. why I do it, which is cool. It's mm-hmm. a great aspect to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think if I was to predict something as of right now, I do feel like we're going to have Mando just appear in an episode. I feel like they, oh, do they so. have to. Yeah. Because I feel like it's going to need he's going to need like some help. And yeah. then, you know, obviously he's like, hey, you know. You know, I did this for you. Can you just help me out this one time and yeah. stuff like that? So it, it it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. Yeah. Um. Maybe towards the end. I think so. Yeah, like second think... to last episode, or exactly. Probably. So I I enjoy it mm-hmm. so far. I liked it. The first episode was kind of his background. The second episode mm-hmm. was more about his kind of journey into being accepted into the Tusken yeah. Raider tribe. Yes. Yeah. This is kind of where we split apart because mm-hmm. I love the, you know the development of the Tusken Raiders. Mm-hmm. Cause I was mentioning to you that one of my favorite things to see is how John Favreau and Dave Filoni managed to grab a tribe, a race of aliens yes. that most people didn't really care about mm-hmm. and then gave them culture. Mm-hmm. And we saw that in the Mandalorian. Yes. You know, which very, I did very, enjoy. Yeah. Which I is did cool. enjoy that in, in the Mandalorian, but now we're getting full fledged. Like mm-hmm. these people are not just savages. Mm-hmm. They are ancestral you know, they come from an ancestry that mm-hmm. owned land, mm-hmm. that owned dunes in Tatooine. Mm-hmm. 
So if you are driving by, you know, or land speeding through the dunes mm-hmm. and they attack you, there's a reason as to why they're doing that, which makes that so much more interesting. Yeah, these shows are not just like aggressive, you know, people that live in the desert. They're just there to because they live there. They're That's not the savages. No, they could look like savages, but yeah. they're not. And that makes it so much more interesting, mm-hmm. right? So if you guys have not seen it, uh, spoilers from here on out. Mm-hmm. Watch it, then come back to us uh, so you guys can enjoy our conversation about Boba Fett. Um, going into episode two, yeah, we see that Boba Fett is trying to earn his way into being respected by the tribe because mm-hmm. he's not running away. No. He's learning their fighting styles. Mm-hmm. He's learning how to speak with them. And then there comes a point where the long land speeder, as they <laughs> call it, <laughs> yeah. is basically attacking yeah. the Tusken Raiders, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of noticed... And you can kind of see the details there mm-hmm. as well by the blasters that the train that the that the soldiers were using yeah. on the train mm-hmm. that they were kind of like I thought that they were Republic issued because mm-hmm. they looked like Republic rifles, yeah. right? Which made that much more interesting because I'm not like okay, so why are they attacking Tuscan Raiders? Like, are they doing it for fun or are they doing mm-hmm. it for like a reason or whatever? You know, it just it got me interested. So that already set that bar for that episode. It's mm-hmm. like okay, you got you piqued my interest. Now tell me why this is going on. Throughout the entire episode, we see him kind of training, earning his way through it. Mm-hmm. He steals the the land speeders from the biker gang, quote yeah. unquote the biker gang, yeah. from the little bar, which was a <laughs> badass fight scene because cool, like yeah. he didn't need a gun, he could still fight you hand to hand, even yeah. though he's kind of yeah, old, and, you know. Like he doesn't rely on the armor, having the the Beskar armor on too. You know, he knows how to move around, dodge and stuff, which is great. Yeah, because you see him; he's an older actor now. Yes, you know. So it's great to see him kind of still be able to move around and throw people through yeah. a window, right? Mm-hmm. And then he teaches the Tusken Raiders how to use and operate mm-hmm. the land speeders so that they can attack the long land speeder, or so they call it, uh, to take it down. Mm-hmm. Train sequence happens. They're on a fight. And this is what I was mentioning to you where it's like sometimes you just have to accept that it's Star Wars and mm-hmm. it has to be badass. Mm-hmm. The part that made me laugh was when Mando, or it's not Mando, when Boba Fett jumps into the front cart mm-hmm. and the droid is like ha 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 uh, and yeah. jumps out and i'm yeah. like where are you going to go <laughs> like, <laughs> i saw that too i was like and then you see it crawling too i was like wait this thing this thing was like bolted to the front car i thought it was and i just see it's like it grows arms and just like yeah so that's what confused me i was just like usually the the droid is made to operate something you would think it'd be bolted to that yeah right but no they just jumped out of the window because like i'm not gonna do with this jumps out and then just crawls away. Where are you going to go? Yeah. What's your purpose? What do you, what, you were created for one thing, yeah. which is to drive the train. What else are you going to do? Be a, you know, a DJ like <laughs> we see in uh, what's his, what's the, the bar in mm-hmm. uh, Batu? Oh yeah. The, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you've been to Batu, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that's kind of where the acceptance has to kind of like the funny acceptance, yeah. I guess you could say. Um, and we get that development of they're essentially trespassing, on ancestral territory, which is why they're attacking. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed the hell out of that because now I feel for the Tusken Raiders. And Mm -hmm. I thought about when Anakin just went and slaughtered the tribe Mm -hmm. that bought the mother into that bought his mother into slavery. Yes. Right. And I was just like, okay, well now, you know, back then as a child watching episode two Mm -hmm. or, uh, what is it? Uh, attack of the clones. Yeah. Yeah. Attack of the clones. Um, 
as a kid, I was just like, yeah, Anakin's mother died. Like, I understand. He had to kill his, everyone. Yeah, his anger. His anger. Mm-hmm. He killed every single Tusken Raider because mm-hmm. screw them. But now, like, looking into this yeah. and kind of, like, taking it back, going, like, well, crap. He killed women, children, and men who, mm-hmm. I get it. They shouldn't have bought someone into slavery. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you went on a full rampage. He, oh, yeah. Was, there's, like, there was darkness in mm-hmm. him, you know? Like, now I fully understand what was going on. It was a slaughter, yeah. what he did. So why didn't you like it? So the reason why I didn't like, I mean, I didn't, I don't like what, what it's doing so far. I should, I should say that I don't hate the show. I just, there's an aspect of it that I don't agree with the way that they're telling a story. And this has to go back to watching when I started watching Arrow. When I watched Arrow, I was like, okay, cool. We get, we get, you know, Oliver um, you know, in in Star City, and you know, and we get to see what he did on the island. You know, when he was, you know, um, when his boat crashed and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool. And but then it just kept going for the whole series, and it would always be like, oh yeah, Oliver's on the island, but he's off the island, and it's like, okay, we're only going to show their flashbacks. Stuff. Yeah, the, but 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 it's not even like a narrative a, a narrative in the flashbacks it's just like oh we're gonna do something that's gonna be beneficial to the episode Mm -hmm. and stuff you know and it's like he starts meeting like he met like amanda waller and like i'm like wait what he met slade yeah he met slade which is fine you know like because they they hinted that in the first episode there was a deathstroke mask on the island when when he was found on the island i'm like that's cool okay we get to see him fight deathstroke later on but again i just i didn't like the constant back and forth it was kind of like very mentally exhausting and it seems like they're kind of doing that so far in, Bo- in Book of Boba Fett that I don't agree with. I'm like I said, I told you I like the narrative where he's on Tatooine and just trying to establish him as a crime lord. Mm-hmm. I'm more invested in that. And I don't again, it's nothing against the Tusken Raiders. It's just I don't care for them personally. Um, so like when he was I mean, I'm glad to see like, you know, how he got his you know robes and he got his you know his his staff and stuff like that it was cool but i'm like well where is it i hope it's not like a long journey we're gonna see and stuff because it doesn't seem like because there's not a lot of time between then and when he finds um finnick mm-hmm. that's the thing because this takes place after return of the jedi and there's it, it they can't they can't stretch that if if that's the route they're going if they're doing like an arrow thing it's not a lot of that's that's going to be stretching that whole narrative, that whole backstory. Narrative. So I can relate to that. Yeah. Because Arrow. So the only reason I don't agree with you 100 percent is mm-hmm. because Arrow had very it was very uncomfortable to go back and forth because mm-hmm. they were going back and forth in certain points of the story that mm-hmm. didn't make sense. Yeah. It was like if you had a 30 minute episode because mm-hmm. Arrow was like 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Arrow was 30 minutes in that 30 minute time span. You'd spend five minutes in this in present time then mm-hmm. 10 minutes in the past, yeah. then another 10 minutes in the present time, mm-hmm. and then five minutes in the past. Yeah. And what Boba Fett's doing is that it gives you a little bit of the story in the present, mm-hmm. and then it throws you back into the past. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I'm okay with it, because it's giving you a little bit of the development in mm-hmm. the present, but telling you more about his past mm-hmm. to establish what's going on. I, I guess I'm more of I'm more of the lines of, like, let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, though, that this is a season one thing. And I want to see if they do make it, if they do do a season two and it still carries forward, 
I'm I'm it, to me I'm kind of like well I'm not too sure if I'm gonna totally watch or enjoy that moving yeah. forward. Hold your thought. Yes, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna do a, a cut because we just lost camera B, yeah. and we'll be back. We're back, guys. We're back. <laughs> um, so that's why I'm kind of like moving forward. Like I'll see. I'm I'm really still interested in continuing with the show, but. I just kind of hope personally, unless it, unless they drive me in into the into the backstory, like personally for me. But right now, it's not drawing me. It's not selling you. It's as not well. selling me right now. Which is uh, it's it's an acquired taste, and that's yeah. why like I'm not gonna fight you or I'm not gonna yeah. d- like argue with you at this it's point. It's definitely different than Mandalorian. That's the thing. Yeah, it's definitely different than Mandalorian. Maybe that's because I like Mandalorian and I like that it was moving. But you have forward. trust issues. That's what it is. You have trust issues, yes. which is totally I'm a Gemini. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, like, that's why. <laughs> What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and I'm a Virgo. What are you You're saying? A Virgo. Huh? Oh man, do oh, wait. Are no, we no. supposed to ma- mesh well? Technically, okay. So I, I really don't know. Quick. I don't know. I don't know astrology. I don't. And stuff. Yeah, I, just I, know don't. What I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Look, I. So here's okay. Because I, I don't care. Let me see. Um, no, don't look it up. Don't, don't do the, this. The, the list, we're not discussing this. Wanted. No, we're not. I'm just gonna do a quick little oh, like. Not, what, no, what? me arguing this way with you is totally gonna have someone be like, yeah, I can see why he's a Virgo now. Ugh. <laughs> I I do, apparently don't get along with like Pisces. What are we saying? If they, if we don't get along with each other, are we canceling keeping up with the nerds? This is make it break. It, just kidding. <laughs> this is the making or break. Uh, generally, the most ca- compatible signs for Gemini friendships or romantic relationships are the follow air signs: Aquarius and li- Libra. Libras. Libras. Um, and then fire signs. Aries, Leos, and Sagittarius. Um, Are we really going to discuss this? No, I guess not. Let's just not. Okay. Can we move on? Oh, I guess I'm just a weird person because I, <laughs> there's also a friend that's a... Uh, my friend's the opposite of... Like, apparently, she told me like you know she can't get along with Gemini. And she's all into that. She's all into all that astrology. And yeah, stuff. yeah. She tells me like... She she asked me too. She goes, what 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 day were you born? I'm like, oh, June 20th. And she's like, oh, wait, you're a Gemini? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I'm not supposed to get along with you. And I'm like, we what? We can't be friends. But we've been friends for like going on like six years now. <laughs> like, uh, this is where our yeah. friendship ends. We're done. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. Whatever. All right, fine. You <laughs> know what? I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, going back to Boba Fett. Yeah. Let's not talk about astrology anymore because, Jesus, man, we're talking, we're getting out of hand. We're talking here. about space. We're still ta- within the same thing. Oh, that's technically true. <laughs> technically, technically. Um, okay. This is going to be going alongside another topic that we're going to quickly discuss before we bring in Nick. Mm-hmm. The Witcher did that. Yes. So why is it that you can tolerate it in The Witcher, mm-hmm. but not in the Book of Boba Fett? Well, the thing was, I didn't like it in Witcher season one ah. because Witcher did it in a different way where they didn't tell you mm-hmm. right away. It was told in dialogue. There was no like, you know, in the next episode, it's like, oh, yeah, two months has passed or a year has passed. We literally see characters meet up and they legitly say, oh, it's been five years since I've seen you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what that's. And that was the problem with The Witcher season one. And then in season two, they fixed that because it was just a long a stream. stream of narrative. That was it. And it was like, we knew how much time was going on by the time we got here and here and stuff like that. You know, it was like after the battle in last in season one. And then after that, we're just following both Yennefer and, and Gerald moving forward in this in this timeline that they're doing now. I 100% agree with you there mm-hmm. because there is something that is saving the Book of Boba Fett in terms of going back and forth. Mm-hmm. You're not going back and forth 
at random times, mm-hmm. you're going back and forth when he's asleep. That's true. He's dreaming. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason as to why. That's so in terms of like The Witcher, mm-hmm. right? Why it didn't work in season one? Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you right now, as someone that has not played the games and as someone had not that hasn't played the games but understands the narrative yeah. and hasn't really read the books, mm-hmm. you know, entirely. Same here. I enjoyed The Witcher series mm-hmm. because it was. It was just interesting. It was. But the first season was very tough to grasp onto. It's still hard to watch. Because. Yes and no. I I think for me, honestly, they also fixed that because it was in season one of The Witcher. Are we moving on to The Witcher, by the way? A little bit. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because in The Witcher, there was like very kind of like unneeded, gratuitous nudity in episodes. (laughs) And I'm usually fine with that. But the thing was, I'm sorry. That's a did we find someone else that doesn't like unnecessary sex scenes? It's just because like, apparently yeah. I get bagged on for saying that. <laughs> now you're just like it's too much sex. It's guys. It, like that's the thing, and it's it, I didn't mind it in season one. But then the thing was is that they didn't do it in season two, and I was like, oh, well, that's actually better. No, nah, but they still showed tits. Mm, hardly. They showed, they, they showed I mean, the first episode. There's reason. Yes, that's the thing. Within yeah. reason. Because, <laughs> Within reason. Yeah, because there was, the, because remember in, in season one, like, you know, uh, Yennefer is trying to call this, like, demon or something, and she has, like, the, the like, patterns or whatever yeah. spells on her chest, and she's still exposed. You know, the whole time she's talking to um, the the bard. What's his name? I forgot his name. The it's singer. just the bard. Yeah, yeah, the bard, but he has a name, but... Uh, um, and uh, he and makes Geralt. an appearance in season two, right? Yeah. yeah so okay. Good. Cool. So cool. You haven't finished it, huh? No, I'm four episodes in. He has a cool song as as well from the last one from Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. Uh-huh. It's Burn Burn Butcher Burn. Okay. And you could tell the way because remember how it, his friendship with Gerald ended in season one. Mm-hmm. He's very sour about it in this in in this song, but he instead of calling it Witcher, he calls it he calls Gerald the Butcher. It and makes sense. Yeah, and so great, so good. It makes sense. It, it's it's so it's so great to live in a time when we have like I mean the pandemic sucks. It's yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. But like the last two years, if anything, have brought us some great content to yes. watch. Because we got Cobra Kai, we got The Witcher, <sighs> yeah, we got you know what was the, the Mandalorian, we got the Book of yeah. Boba Fett. I remember when the pandemic started and the lockdown was initiated, the whole lockdown thing, and at least in California, yeah. Um, the biggest thing that took off was the Tiger King. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. everyone, I've never even everyone that. watched. I've never finished season I two. I because you know what? I heard that it was basically just deleted scenes and interviews from season one. Yeah, and I was like, okay, no, I want moving you forward. You want content? Yeah, I yeah. want. I don't. I don't want rehash stuff that you guys didn't show because it didn't seem interesting and stuff like that at the time. So The Witcher started in 2019. 2019. And here's the funny thing about yeah. it. Okay, so The Witcher started off in 2019. Yeah, because it came out in December 2019. And then the season two of The Witcher, Mm -hmm. which just came out not that long Mm -hmm. ago, takes place literally days after the end of season one. Yes. So maybe I'm probably the only one that's kind of like a little bit annoyed of it. (laughs) I wish that they could have like... Understanding that they had to halt production because yeah. of the pandemic, mm-hmm. they could have said, okay, we're going to wait and say it was a couple years after what <laughs> happened, right? Because now I'm looking and going like, Siri was not that, she was not that much older. Yeah, that's the thing. Right? I'm, I'm watching season two. <laughs> she grew, the, she she grew, grew up. Grew. She, she, she went from being a little girl to yeah, a woman. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, but she's technically a little girl. Mm-hmm. So like, what's going on here, guys? <laughs> it, it's it's weird. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I don't just, care if you spoil it. No, 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 not that. It's just when we talk about in the next segment, you see that also with Cobra Kai. Oh yeah. Because Cobra Kai is in a span. If you think about it, it's in a span of a year from season one and two. Yes. It's been four years, though. That's a thing. That's a since season three and season four. No, that's a thing. No, in in a whole time span of, oh, since the show's four been years. out, yeah, four years. But the show is within a year span. It's from the last tournament into the next year tournament. No, there's been two other tournaments in between. No, there's been one. Are you kidding? Me? Yes, it's been their senior like because it was from last summer into their this summer. Yeah, their junior what summer because the it was their junior heck, prom too. Dude. That's a thing. And you can see Miguel has he has like a stash. He's he went tries from to shave. a boy to a man. He's shaving, but you still see the stubble, stubbles in certain scenes as well, too. Oh my god, dude, that's so freaking. But we'll talk about that more with Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so weird to think about. <laughs> but uh, going back to The Witcher it, again, so like the book of Boba Fett, we'll come back to that yeah. at a later time, and mm-hmm. we'll do a mini cast when everything has come out. It's a great series. Mm-hmm. If you guys have not started watching it, go watch it. Obviously, more than likely, you're probably already watching it because The Mandalorian is perfectly great. The Witcher, though, uh, we both enjoyed. Yes, for the most part, I season love, one. I love season one for what it was. Just it hard brought, to consume. That's the thing. Hard it's, to understand. It's a hard watch through, but season two. It's a great payoff. That's a thing. You're Which, watching all these characters, yeah. great character development, and it's cool seeing Gerald be a dad. You know, like he gets those little dad moments that it's, I just love. He's an asshole, but he's like an understanding asshole. Yeah. So I've only seen the first four episodes. You've seen it the, the whole, whole series, way through. Yes. I don't mind if you spoil it. So if mm-hmm. you guys have not seen it yet, mm-hmm. go ahead and pause it again and mm-hmm. come back afterwards to listen to our conversation mm-hmm. about The Witcher because The Witcher is a great series mm-hmm. to watch. I love the first season of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. One, because, again, I'm not a medieval person. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't get through Lord of the Rings as well as I could with, like, you know, the Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is a lot more entertaining than something like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, I'm just a sci-fi person in general. Yeah. But something about The Witcher got me, and it's just like, it's the world building. It's great. It's so great. Mm-hmm. It's not super heavy, but it's also light and like it's not super heavy and light enough mm-hmm. to just kind of have you sit through it and understand like what factions are at war yeah. why they're at war and understand the story between it all I th- um the one thing that i will say though in season one of the witcher they didn't do a good job explaining stuff because you're going back and forth because you're going you're constantly going back and forth they're mentioning nilfgaard the nilfgaard army and stuff like that the north and, and the south why they're at war that's the thing and they're they're not explaining certain things like like the Nilfgaard was a big thing for me. I was like, who are these you know people in black armor and stuff like you know? And then like there's a thing called the White Flame. And so that didn't click with me until I had to watch season two. The mages hate the elves. Yeah, and the elves the just can't stand humans. Yeah. And the and- mages are like working for different factions of kingdoms within the world and yeah. stuff. And it's again, it's still kind of I'm still kind of like lost in season one, but then season two takes all that and it's like okay no we're, we're we're explaining it but then we're just showing you as well too they do mm-hmm. a good job of just showing you of these different factions why explaining Nilfgaard and then explaining finally like we've never seen the white flame but we've heard of it he's in charge of the Nilfgaard army and it's revealed 
of like who's in charge of the uh, who and they finally reveal who the white flame was yeah. the whole entire time because that's a big thing in season two that they keep mentioning you know with the Nilfgaard army and they're like oh yeah you know the white flame's coming to see you know and stuff he's not going to be happy about what he's seen or mm. what what's happening and what we're doing here and it's like White flame. Why do they keep hyping them? Why? Up? Why, like, why about it? Yeah, I'm like, what's Look, so great about it? The only reason I can stand it is because I played Skyrim and put like 200 hours of <laughs> yeah. it back in high school. Yeah. So to me, it's kind of like, okay, I get it. I understand what they're trying to do. I think I think it's more for people that watched it. You know, it's I don't want to say it's like Lord of the Rings. Something but, about the yeah. medieval aspect yes. of shows mm-hmm. gets people, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why it's a very popular show. Yeah, with Game of Thrones over. And you need that. You kind everyone's watch. I've noticed certain fans of Game of Thrones are watching Witcher, and or they'll, they're waiting for that new show to come out. Was the House of Dragons? You Wheel know, of Time is also another one that's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's yeah. a thing. And I thought people, House of Dragons got canned. No, that's still coming out. That's they 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 or they did the prequel it. of Game of Thrones get canned? No, this is a prequel. The there's House something of about there's some I know that. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a there's something Game of Thrones related that yeah. uh, the big news was they spent three something million or mm-hmm. whatever on the first pilot episode and it got canned. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I have if to it's look that back one. into it. Then they put out the trailer. So I think if anything, um, it might not be that one. It might not be that one because they put out the trailer. So I think they're waiting for the season to come out and see and judge it by there. Okay, because that's what HBO does. HBO does likes to look back <laughs> at the yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but other than that. Um, the Witcher, like I said, The Witcher was really great. I love season two. That's my favorite season so far because they do they do what what's so great about it. I think what I like is they show other Witchers. They have G- Gerald go back to where they meet up for the winter. Yeah, and kind of seeing a couple mm-hmm. you know let's plays of you know The Witcher mm-hmm. and understanding the storyline and everything. It's cool to see that mm-hmm. because in the first season we only get told by Geralt. Mm-hmm. About the witchers yes. and why they're shunned from society. Yeah. Now we get to see stuff, it, exactly yeah. that they're not necessarily respected, mm-hmm. be, even though they are out there killing monsters. They're sought after. That's another thing too. Is that like people hate the Witcher, but or witchers, but they still need them. Exactly. Yeah. And I understand that you know if you were, if we would have read the books, if we would have played the games, yeah. we might have understood it. Mm-hmm. We might have understood it a little bit more. But but I feel like that's kind of the mystery that keeps us engaged into the show mm-hmm. because that's what the first season did is that it really like it really made us stick with it mm-hmm. to try to figure out the answers and connect pieces here and there. Even though it was uncomfortable going back and forth like repeatedly mm-hmm. and not understanding where in you mm-hmm. know where in the timeline certain events fit. Yeah. Um you were given answers at an appropriate rate, but still given questions so that you could still watch the next episode. Mm-hmm. I will say this. If you guys have not seen the first season of the Witcher, be very careful about where you watch the show. Yeah. Cause I can't I, play it here. No, no, I watched it. Uh, we went to South Dakota back in 2019 mm-hmm. and I was watching it in a, uh, in the in the car that had my cousins and their kids, mm-hmm. and I was seated in the middle, so yeah. I literally am like watching this the show like this, yeah. and I'm just like and, then like, and the sex. Scene, the, scene, the scene that like Gerald's like sitting next to a girl in bed, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Oh, uh, Gerald and uh, Yennefer. Yeah. That entire sequence. Oh, God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally softcore mm. porn. <laughs> yeah. That's what that entire sequence was. Mm. But I will say that they don't hold back on the violence. No. Not to say that that's what I look forward to, <laughs> but it's so great to see yeah. like them just kind of like just going at it mm. and going like, you know what? We're not afraid to show someone's face mm. get stomped on by a hoof yeah. and show you the aftermath. Mm-hmm. In season two, in the first episode, is it the first or second? No, it's the first episode mm-hmm. with the uh, not the banshee, but the the, the bat girl, the bat girl, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's the first episode when she gets stabbed, mm-hmm. and then she like does a whole exorcist thing by yeah. turning her whole body around mm-hmm. and just pulling herself through the sword. That got me. I was just like, which, that's gross. Which I, you know, what sucks about that episode is that because they make you like that guy, that yes, they make they make they do a great job of like really making him charming. And then when you find out why he was cursed, you know, because he, you know, he killed the princess, but then also raped her at the yeah. same time. And I was like, oh, God damn. I was like, that's shoving these people like this character. I was like, you know, he felt bad for him, too, because he left. You but know, you understand. But you understand again. Because Geralt thing. has that kind of like, because that's the thing is that Geralt isn't lovable, but you understand why he is the way he is. He's cautious about trusting people or. You know, people have secret motives and stuff like that. Yeah. And he, he knows he knows how the world is, mm-hmm. how people of the world are truly are and stuff like that. Exactly. And it makes it it, it feels like he's an already fleshed out, developed character, but mm-hmm. we're slowly chipping away at his shell to mm-hmm. understand why he is the way he is. That's the thing. And that's why that show works so well. There's a certain what I love is that it shows how humans are. Yeah. Not the monsters on of the show. I mean, there are certain monsters of the show that are kind of like, oh, wow. But in here, it shows you how how humans react to different people, to different people or different things in that world of The Witcher. Yeah, that they're very prejudiced and stuff because yeah. they still do the same thing with all the elves in here and stuff. And once you see how the elves are, you know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, there's like a scene that you have to watch. And you're like, and once you see it, you're like. Oh, it's like that. Okay. Oh, 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 oh crap. Like, <laughs> oh, wait a know, minute. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You'll see. Watch. Yeah. Like once I think, I think once you see the episode, you're going to message me and be like, damn. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Renee, <laughs> why did you tell me this? I did. Oh, <laughs> why? Yeah. But yeah, no, I get keep you. checking it out. A great, uh, great. It's a great way to end the season. That's a the thing. They left it on a good cliffhanger. It's so, and just to kind of add a final note yeah. before we move on and talk mm-hmm. to Cobra Kai, we're going to cut again because mm-hmm. one, I have to reset that camera, mm-hmm. uh, Renee's camera, and then I have to reset this camera that's in front of me because we're going to be calling Nick's. So we're going to yeah. stop recording for a bit. Mm-hmm. I will say this for people that, well, I'll say this for nerds, right? Mm-hmm. For nerds, it's so great to live in a time when. We get to enjoy some well-produced video game adapted TV shows. Yes. Or TV adapted video game. No, I was right. (laughs) I was right. Yeah, because The Witcher is based off a video game, based off a book series. And then you have Arcane as well, which was really, really good. Mm -hmm. So it's great to see that and productions understand and respect, like, where this is coming from. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for Henry Cavill. Yes. I don't think that we would have had a good... Girl, because mm-hmm. he really understands how to play him. Mm-hmm. He, I, I can't see Henry Cavill in, in in there. So I, I don't see him. So I played really quick. I played the game after watching the show of The Witcher Three, and I, I guess it's maybe because he was my first introduction to the character was Henry Cavill portraying it. But when I play the game, I don't like that character. 
honestly. In it's the different. The game in the game, it's different. Yeah, because I feel I've under I, from what I understand, the books are very different. Or the books, the video games that are based on the books, mm-hmm. uh, they don't follow it a hundred percent. Yeah, but they still respect like the lore yes. and the source material. That's that's what it's like. They they take the lore and loosely mm-hmm. make their own story with it. I really want to read the books. It makes me. This show makes me definitely want want me to read the books. I'll see anything. if I can get in once I finish like one. I'll give you. Okay. Yeah. I'll cool. see if we can do that. Okay. Right. So we're gonna be talking about Cobra Kai uh, next. So stay tuned, guys. It's not like you guys are gonna miss out because we're literally gonna go boop and then it's oh guys Nick's here woo whatever. So uh little production cut right here. We're gonna be cutting cameras and we'll see you all in about a second. Here we, here we, here we go. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you it only took a second. Yeah. Uh, and we have the return of another nerd. He's not dead. Like I'm I said dead. before. No. <laughs> Nick! Hey! hey, what's up, guys? Oh, how, how you, you been, buddy? COVID? <laughs> COVID's happening. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. I mean, but you but okay? we weren't gonna let that stop us from having you on the show. Though. No, we wanted. Yeah, you. no, no, no. I I think I I think I got one of the like the newer um, the newest strain, which it just like for the most part, if you have your vaccinations plus your booster, it just kind of feels like a really terrible cold, isn't it? It's yeah. the okay. It's so, the one in France, right? So hold up, because <laughs> I can't be the only one that noticed this. I actually have to start the timer. My bad. Um, this variant's called Omicron. Yes. Yes. Does no no has no one made the connection that. Futurama has an alien. Omicron Percy I8. Thank you. <laughs> and like no, no one's I'm, made the connection. No, no, you know what's funny? I get more people talking about that. It sounds like a Transformer. Omicron. No, that's dumb. It's, Omicron, <laughs> it's Omicron Percy I8. Mm-hmm. So literally yeah. this, mm-hmm. what if this strain came well, from like Brian, that race Brian, of aliens? Not a lot of people watch animated shows like you do. Futurama is a great show. It's, Futurama is considered a cartoon. It's an American cartoon. How yeah. dare you? But wait, let's not <laughs> insult Futurama that way, please. <laughs> I think the most noticeable American cartoon, at least all time, I would have to say Simpsons. Is Simpsons yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. And then but like Family Guy is made by the same guy. That's the thing. But what? Yeah. But what's more, uh, pop culture? Like what? What was a bigger impact in pop culture? Uh, I don't know which one has a better series finale. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, how about <laughs> this? How, what about this? Well, that Simpsons let, is still going on. Let me <laughs> like, ask you this question, okay? I'll I'll die by the before Simpsons. Ends. <laughs> Uh, I'll be like 95 that, and Simpsons still going, man. <laughs> season 95 or whatever. It's like season 3004. <laughs> I will say this. It was weird watching Simpsons. I saw a recent episode of Simpsons, and it was weird seeing Bart holding a smartphone. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> Bart, yeah, Bart has held smartphones. I think uh, Homer has done VR. He did yeah. VR in like a recent episode. Like It's weird kind yeah. of seeing them in like modern technology. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a question for you. Okay. Because you said that what's the most American like show, right? Yeah. Well, I what's the Golden most... Girls because Betty White died. Oh, why did you have to? <laughs> I was about to do a good transition, and you over yeah. here had to come out. We with have to sadness. mention Betty White. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes. Grandma. <laughs> oh Every, America's, America's grandma. grandma. <laughs> yeah. Andy and I were having this discussion where yeah. it's like, okay, America doesn't have a mom. They have two dads, mm-hmm. Tim Allen, Tom Hanks, and Betty White's yeah. considered the grandma. Tim, Al- Tim Allen is kind of like that stepdad that, you know, he was real cool when we he's first the- met him. He was cool for years, and then all of a sudden, like, we went downstairs, and he's got, like, a weird porn collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's, the, he's the uncle that you- he's got, like, a let's go Brandon flag. 
yeah, you know, like he's he's that cool he's that cool uncle, but like mom and dad always tell you tell him uh, don't go downstairs with him. You know, but, yeah, don't don't talk to him for too long. Listen, yeah. Don't talk to him too long. You know, smells of bourbon every time he comes in already. Yeah, man, Tim Tim Allen, he was he was he was America's dad. He was, then, you know. He's still the American we keep, dad. We keep losing dads, you know. <laughs> we still have Tom Hanks, dude. Speaking of losing dads, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Dang it! I was going to do the transition! Good job. Good job. Good yep. job. <laughs> Daddy issues. Job. We'll talk about Cobra Kai. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was hoping somebody was going to take it from me. Yeah, get, that, get that ball out of here. Cobra freaking Kai. Yes. Four seasons and a show that started on YouTube. Yeah. Out of all yes. the places. YouTube originals. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had to subscribe to like YouTube Red to watch it. Which I'm that's still the, technically that's the ma- it's 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 messed up because that's the reason why I subscribe to YouTube Red. Mm-hmm. I still have it. I still have my YouTube Premium. What? Yeah, and, I, and why? then it turned into YouTube Premium, and then you know now they don't really have too many shows on it. But I still watch YouTube Premium because it's worth it. Yeah, it's because because I don't watch YouTube on like my computer mm-hmm. or I don't I watch, watch it on yeah, my phone. I watch it on my phone on TV. Mm-hmm. So it cuts through the ads. Cause I don't want to sit through like oh, five. That's true. Ads. They've been more ridiculous with ads lately. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to, I'd much rather give the creators. I watch like half a penny for watching. The, the worst thing is that if you are watching a video, that's like our video, like that's an hour long, mm-hmm. they'll then put in like four or five ads throughout the, throughout it. It's ridiculous. Unless There's we a- get monetized, unless we get our thousand subs and like three hundred thousand watch hours and like that. Well, I'm just saying, like the longer <laughs> videos like ours, yeah, then, then they get like really, really. They, they have a lot of subscribe, uh, a lot of commercials in it. Ours don't. Ad blocker. Ad blocker. Not that we're condone. You know, not that we're advertising that, but you know, that's a thing. Anyways, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> Um, so quick question, because I don't I don't know if we've all talked about Cobra Kai before. Have we talked about Cobra Kai before? Yeah, we no, did. No, we talked we about didn't. it last season. Yeah, we did. You weren't we... on here. Was I not on? No. Then you guys talked about it. Yeah, I've yes. talked about it other places. Cobra Kai is off. <laughs> I've talked about it with other podcasts. <laughs> I've talked about it with other podcasts. There I'm were other podcasts other before us. Sure. Listen, I, there was a listen, life before you guys. <laughs> yeah, listen, I had, I had a life before you guys. And I gave up my Fridays. That's true. Brian took away my, you know, he took away my, my, my individuality. <laughs> what? Turned me into a caricature of myself. <laughs> And now, I'm, now, and now I have COVID. So it's, been, it's, it's full circle. It's, real full, it's full circle, really. Oh, I miss this dynamic. It's going to be back yeah. in the studio. Well, two of us. I'm here. I'm, I'm like a little iPad in the corner. Uh, I got to figure out what avatar I'm going to put for you on screen. But, um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, with that, do, did you guys watch the Karate Kid movies? When you were growing up, oh yes, yes. yeah. Just questions. Haven't rewatched the Hillary Swank one though. You don't need to. In which I'm not gonna lie, I really hope Hillary Swank comes up. I want that too. Okay, wait. Spoilers from here on out. If you guys have not seen Cobra Kai season four, Mm because I will say this: Cobra Kai season four did a better Star Wars story than what Disney did in three movies and a bigger budget. True. Yes. But I, I have to admit, so. Because here there was a uh, what was it? There was an interview with the actor that plays um, Daniel, mm-hmm. um, and they were saying like the who, who could show up in this show? Like honestly, who could show up? Because like they were going like, what about Jaden Smith, uh, Jackie Chan? Oh yeah, that was talked about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, could they show up inside of the show? Like, would you guys ever want to get them? 
And in so many words, he was kind of like, no, um, I don't want them. But also, it was kind of like whoever Mr. Miyagi has met. So it was kind of like Pat Morita. Mm-hmm. Whoever Pat Morita was in a movie with uh, in the Karate Kid movies, uh, technically, that's canon. Yeah. So Hilary Swank is technically canon because yeah. she he even talks about Daniel. She he talks yeah. about like oh yeah like you know I had a a friend I had a friend who I taught martial arts to and it helped him and everything like that. So I'm just saying See, a season with Hilary Swank as one of the heroes mm-hmm. that'd be pretty sick or teaching or something. But that's the thing. One the because I, I roughly remember the next karate kid. And I remember it was basically Hillary Swank's character. The reason why there was a connection between her and Miyagi was that he, Miyagi knew of her father, right? They were like war buddies or something like that. Yes. So see, that was, that, that was the weird thing. I always thought that Mr. Miyagi was her grandfather's friend oh, who helped think- raise her dad. Mm hmm. And then the dad died. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. See, I haven't because, watched it in a while. Yeah, I, I I've watched that movie a couple Netflix of times for a bit. It's still on Netflix. Is it still? On yeah, Netflix? I need to yeah, watch still, it. There, uh, what was it? They put all the all the Karate Kid movies up on Netflix, so mm-hmm. that way, in case you wanted to catch up on the lore, you mm-hmm. could. Which is funny. <laughs> which is funny though, because I remember when they did the transition from uh, Netflix to—I mean, from YouTube to Netflix—they did have like all the Karate Kid movies on there, mm-hmm. but when yes. it finally premiered on netflix they took them out they took them out they because took, oh, i think yeah. that contract ended yeah because yeah. karate kid is technically so here's here's the thing here's the weird thing about cobra kai um and i i want to backtrack real quick uh before we move too long but i will say this the story of karate or uh cobra kai's production is like youtube um youtube production or mm-hmm. youtube studios yes. to netflix yes to sony because oh. now sony is producing it yeah not netflix <gasps> Yeah, so he ended up buying it. Yeah, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I will say that I like that in season four, it still hasn't lost that, you know, not amateur, but that very like that 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 look it, it's, that it, it had. You could tell one. that's the thing. You could tell there is a budget. Yes, and Netflix yeah. knows how to advertise this. I have a feeling that we are going to get more of the original actors mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know if you looked at one of the posts I posted on or I shared on Facebook mm-hmm. where they literally have before mm-hmm. and after photos yeah. of all the actors that have mm-hmm. been on there. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, John Kreese and Johnny Lawrence mm-hmm. and, you know, Danny and who else was on there? Terry Silver mm-hmm. as well. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, when they were in the original movies mm-hmm. to when they're on the show now, they're really pushing on that. Yeah, they're really thing. pushing on like that nostalgia factor. Yeah. And every actor mm-hmm. who has been on there has had nothing but positive experiences yeah. being on set. They yeah. all have yes. wanted to be on there. Yeah, because remember, um, what's her name? The actress that played Allie. Mm-hmm. For a while, I remember when Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue, when Cobra Kai got announced, I think someone asked her, will she ever come back and do her character, Allie? At first, she said no because she, you know what, she mm-hmm. was too expensive. That's the thing. And well, she, uh, not only that, but also uh, during that time, COVID had just started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for one. The second COVID thing one. was is that she was busy with another TV show because mm-hmm. she was busy filming The Boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's right. right. She's, I completely so, forgot she was in The Boys. So she was filming The Boys, mm-hmm. and I think she had like so she she was like super busy. 
Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I, yeah, because she was uh, doing multiple things. She was doing like a TV show. And I think she movie. had like two movies yeah. going on, and like I think they were just trying to do a scheduling thing mm-hmm. where they were like, her schedule is like really hectic. So yeah. I mean, I think they only had her for like a day, yeah, if that, and like probably for only a couple of hours, and they were just like, okay, all we're gonna do is run lines. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, because most most of her scenes were at night. Yeah, they're all at yeah. night. Yeah, so. Uh, what was it? And it's just like in a, I think it's like in a hotel, like bar, right? Mm-hmm. And then, if well, I there was, correctly. Th- there was a restaurant scene with her and Johnny, but that could have been shot at night just with good lighting. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's, that's literally a costume change. You know, you bring in uh, William Zapka instead of Ralph Macchio and there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, look, let's do a quick little discussion on seasons one through three before we get into four, because four is the meat of this conversation. So, yes. you know, we've talked about it before in one of our previous issues. Uh, you guys can go find that, because that was when we talked about season three, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. did. Uh, we talked about yeah. season three. And we talked about you season and I three. talked about season yeah. three. Yeah. Nick hasn't really talked much about it, but I think we're all in agreement that Cobra Kai is something special. Like, it's, it's one of those shows that... There's something about it where it's not a perfect 10 out of 10 show, mm-hmm. but something about it is it's a very consistent show, very though. consistent. Yeah. And it respects our nostalgia yes. for what we grew up with yeah. without using it as a weapon to get us to watch it mm-hmm. even further, mm-hmm. because there's moments in seasons one through three where we've sat back watching the show and gone like, well, we can't stop watching it now. We can't, yeah. and even the season finale. Like, so, I was, yeah, I was telling, I was telling Brian, because uh, Brian had asked me, because uh, he, he called me, I think probably like a day or two ago to like just see how I was doing and kind of every, and everything yeah, else. I care, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants, he just wants it so that way he can say he checked up on me when I've died. <laughs> uh, like I, I was there. I anyway, I was there for Nick. I called him that one time. He let that us totally counts. <laughs> so anyway, um, who called him? Not Renee. Me. I'm just saying. So what ended up I happening was him. is that uh, what was it? Uh, when when um, Cobra Kai the la- when the f- season four came out, I immediately at midnight started watching. And I don't think I finished until seven o'clock in the morning. Like I stayed up the entire time. Jeez. You had to rewatch the entire thing because Mandy didn't watch. Mandy's it. never so she will not she she will not say this now because she loves the show completely. When she wasn't into it. She wasn't into the idea of the show. She's a huge Karate Kid fan though. That's because thing. no one was. Yeah, that was the hard part about season one mm-hmm. when it was on a on YouTube. Yeah. No one wanted it because Karate Kid is such a respected trilogy of the, movies. The thing is, is that when you hear that a studio or people are making a continuation of a long lost franchise or yeah. saga of, a, of of movies like the Karate Kid and you know firsthand when we hear oh they're making a sequel but it's called Cobra Kai I remember I didn't like the idea of that it's like why is it based on Cobra Kai yeah what about Daniel like Daniel's the main character but no that's the thing the writers or the creators knew what they were gonna do but yeah the thing is that the idea when you hear it firsthand it does not sound great it doesn't and, yeah and so that's what sat are wrong with a lot of people I- I heard about it and I immediately went, "Yes, this is this is going to be my show." Because you're the Barney Stenson of the group over here. You think that Danny <laughs> was the bad guy the show, entire man. time? No, and Johnny was right. That's the thing. And Mandy's a fan of Daniel. She likes Daniel a little bit more. But watching the show, she started watching the show. First episode, she was like, "Oh, okay." Like, but then she did ask. She goes, "Would it would 
losing that tournament really like ruin Johnny's life? I'm like, well, it depends on how he took it, how he took the loss. That's the thing. But it wasn't him. No. It was Crease. Yes. That just manipulated him because he was mm-hmm. only like he cared for him as a father, yeah. but he was an abusive father. Mm-hmm. He was an abusive father yeah. figure. And what makes this great is um because again, this goes back to one of mm-hmm. our previous issues when we talked about DC Fando yeah. and the line that will never leave my head mm-hmm. that every villain is just a misunderstood hero, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that's kind of what these writers are following in that sense. That the Johnny, Joker, the Joker's a real secret hero. We might, hey, you never know. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get people take it ideas. Out crooked. He, he's been he's been robbing banks and stuff like that but <laughs> for the good of the people, for the for the mob, for the good of the people. <laughs> it's you know. it's distribution of wealth. You know, that's yeah. I, I guess. Go on. but that's the thing is that johnny was in a way a misunderstood hero because as cobra kai explains Mm -hmm. it there's a reason why he is the way he is Mm -hmm. right he grew up in a family you know that was wealthy but only because the mother wanted to marry into money money yes that's all it was yeah and we see that in season four Mm -hmm. not so much in season three because season three was more crease really quick i loved how you find out hit the the mother of his child is the exact same way that his mom was. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I like that connection. But going back, so Mandy started yeah, so Mandy started watching it and she started liking Johnny more. And what's great about it is that the show does a great job of showing you Johnny's side, but then also showing you how Daniel's side was, you know, the whole time, you know. But at the same time, they make you kind of like really get annoyed by the LaRussos in general. Because the LaRussos had it well for so long. Yeah. That's the thing is that Danny is a hero. Mm-hmm. In the, like in the you know, by definition, mm-hmm. he is a hero. Mm-hmm. But when a hero keeps winning yes. and winning and winning yes. and winning are you then blinded by what you have? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with Danny. You see that more well, in season four. That's the thing. Exactly. But that, but but that's the thing though, is that is is Ralph Macchio, Danny LaRusso, is he truly the villain though? Because, no. and I like the idea, but I do like the idea in Cobra Kai, um, especially if you do have that knowledge of the previous movies, mm-hmm. uh, the previous four or five movies, um, you do have that knowledge kind of going like, oh, well, hold on. This was, this was, jo- this was Danny's point of view. Mm-hmm. What's Johnny's point of view? Yes. What exactly was Johnny seeing or what exactly was Johnny doing or what was Danny doing that was pissing off Johnny? Mm-hmm. How exactly was this? How did this feud start? But, you know, yeah, but and it, it does, it, it does kind of dwindle down mm-hmm. to, you know, Daniel kind of going in for Allie. Yes. That was the root. And like yeah, that was like, that, that, that was, was the, the root cause. Yeah. Yeah, that was the root cause mm-hmm. of uh, what was it? Ali being interested in Daniel, mm-hmm. which also a lot of these the, the Cobra Kai and also Karate Kid are a um, just a giant kind of like things of misunderstandings. Yes, like especially Cobra Kai seasons one through two, one and two mm-hmm. are a lot of like I misunderstood what something ha- what happened, and I'm going to overreact. Mm-hmm. To the tenth degree. I mean, you even yeah. see it in season four of like, um, what was it? Uh, they're, they're trying to separate the fight again. These two girls start a fight again. Yeah. And then both Miguel and also uh, what's his name, Robbie. and Robbie, get into another fight. Getting they get into, into another, another fight, fight because yeah. what we'll happened to the time... entire rule of no fighting allowed <laughs> yeah. until the tournament? Mm-hmm. They get thrown out the window. 
Yeah, I know. But the thing is that the but it, it, it's from a different point of view this time mm-hmm. because the first time Robbie was trying to stop the fight and then Miguel overreacted. Mm-hmm. Then this time Miguel is trying to stop the fight and yes. then Robbie overreacts. Mm-hmm. And and luckily when he kicks them, he kicks them into a pool and not off uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but what's great about the series too is that when you're watching it and you see daniel and johnny talking whenever they start talking they kind of have they start connecting they have a lot of common they have a lot they of common a- but then right after that conversation ends it's either between miguel or his, his or sam to show that oh wait like i don't like how they're doing so I automatically hate you again. You so know? it goes back to this lesson of how like Miyagi was teaching um, balance. Yes. You know, the yin yes. and the yang. Because one, they're both necessary in the development of growing one another. Mm-hmm. Right. Johnny and Danny, when we see them in Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. they're both right, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. And they both share similarities. It's like, you know, if you want to say that Danny is, you know, the yin and mm-hmm. Johnny's the yang, mm-hmm. you know how that symbol still has like a little bit of the black and white in it because mm-hmm. that's kind of how that's it's it's that balance aspect yeah. of it. They share something in common and for them to kind of like grow a little bit more, mm-hmm. they have to be unified and see that and mm-hmm. you're right we see that kind of you know connection mm-hmm. but it always gets severed because of some stupid thing yeah i will say this about seasons one through three and four is the big payoff because mm-hmm. now that we're oh, going to be God. moving yeah. on to season five mm-hmm. i think season five is where we officially start the cobra kai proper storyline mm-hmm. because seasons one through three were kind of like the aftermath of Karate Kid 3, mm-hmm. right? In right. the sense of like, well, what ended up happening with Danny? What ended up happening with Johnny? And what mm-hmm. ended up, ha- what, especially what ended up happening with Kreese? Yeah. Because Kreese yeah. was introduced in season three. Mm-hmm. So all of this is the explanation. Season four is that payoff where if you are, you know, a fan of the original three movies and you <coughs> watched seasons one through three all the mm-hmm. way through, now we get the final you know, the final layer of icing on mm-hmm. top of that three layer cake. Yeah. Right. And it's that layer of icing that tells you, this is why Danny hates Cobra Kai mm-hmm. because it's not Johnny mm-hmm. and it was never crease. Yeah. It, it was, was Terry silver it was silver because silver manipulated him mm-hmm. and used that anger from karate kid mm-hmm. three to get him to train under Cobra Kai mm-hmm. to get it, him it, to like get that, because yeah. he knows there's a little Cobra Kai in you. Mm-hmm. Was right? it just me? Was it just me? Or did you? Because I, I laughed my ass off when they first introduced uh, Silver. <laughs> and he's like, listen, man, I was doing a lot of coke. Yeah. <laughs> I was really it was angry. the 80s, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, then before I knew it, I was tormenting a teenager for a <laughs> high school tournament, man. I was out of my mind. <laughs> It was no, because that's so true. Because the way that Karate Kid, because out of all the f- three movies that uh, Ralph Macchio did, yeah, Kr- Karate Kid 3 is the weirdest one out of all of it, at, at least story and villain wise. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. But, but like Terry Silver comes out of nowhere, and yeah. like, same thing with, um, what's his name? The, the, the guy that he's got to beat, which I'm telling you, oh, right yeah, now, the fighter. Yeah. He's coming back. Yo, he I'm is. telling you, there's he no is, way yeah. that this kid, the this fighter guy that they hired, to no, fight that's him. yeah. Okay, they tease that in season four. Can we move on to season four? Yeah, we're, no, we're talking we're about season four, season four right now. Yeah. We're talking real about quick. season four right now. Okay, so real Turn quick, yeah, I'm getting a little bit paranoid. It's recording, right? His audio and my camera's recording. Yes, yes. Everything's good. Yes. Okay. Is that one? Do we need a reset for that one? Uh, we'll be doing it in about five minutes. So okay. season four. Okay. We jump straight into it and we get 
Terry Silver. Like we were teased. Mm-hmm. We we got teased him. We showed the, the backstory of, of how of how why Silver is so devoted to. Uh, or he, yeah, Crease, or why he's so in debt. Like, like his Crease. life is in yeah. debt. So him. I will say this: yes. I love the advertising for season four because, mm-hmm. from what we remember mm-hmm. of Karate Kid Three, Terry Silver, mm-hmm. right, is that he's this manipulative mm-hmm. asshole mm-hmm. who is going to take advantage of a high schooler and use all the darkness with him. Mm-hmm. Basically, he Palpatine Anakin out of Danny. Yeah, that's essentially what we get. This right, this mm-hmm. is what we're getting right, and that's what except we- for. Danny realizes what he did was wrong after giving the shit beat up. Dang it, oh, now yeah. you had to be freaking cuss, didn't you? I got it, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Thank um, you, Nick. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, Dan- you Daniel realized after freaking <laughs> drawing blood from a guy at a dance club, you know? Yeah. So that's the thing is that, you know, we, we get this tease in that mm-hmm. in, in, in the ads, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And then Terry Silver gets introduced and mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm not cracked out anymore, guys. Yeah. Well, what's funny is just like, yeah, he's playing, he's playing the piano and he gets the call from John and he's like, it's been a long time and just hangs up and just, it's like, you know, I'm vegan. Mm -hmm. I drink wine. Mm -hmm. I have socials. Yes. I'm calm. I'm great. Mm -hmm. But then, but then Mm -hmm. we get that slight bit Mm -hmm. of like the, the coming of out of like the original Terry silver, Mm -hmm. right? Where he all of a sudden is down in the cellar. He's about to pick out a wine and he looks at it and he's like, can I still kick it? I can still kick it. Yeah. And slowly starts to bring out that inner, like that Mm -hmm. inner Terry silver that we all know. Yeah. Right. And so that's his development. It's a slow, Mm -hmm. but proper development. And we get to see that Terry silver, you know, these guys were young. Mm -hmm. We saw them when they were young Mm -hmm. in karate kid three. Yeah. Now that they're older, we see the effects of that manipulation Mm -hmm. because out of everyone in that series, everyone has grown up in some sort of way. Kreese has kind of matured, even though he is still an asshole, he's matured and fine tuned his anger and his manipulation to grow as a character and to manage to take back Cobra Kai Mm -hmm. from Johnny Lawrence. Right. Danny is now a full flight. Like he's rich. He's got a good family. He's grown up and Johnny is trying to figure his way out. He's still grown. Um, Terry's the only one that hasn't. Yes. Terry has, Mm -hmm. but he reverted back. Yes. And that's what makes him really great. And I think that's why we're going to see more. Obviously we're going to see how he develops again or no, like now that he's back, at the end of this season. Yeah. You know, and just seeing more of him, obviously, next season, in season five. Oh, my God. Without without the, John. The most yeah, interesting yeah. thing I have to say, though, is the development of Crease. In season because four. Because Crease was, he was very much a one-note villain inside yeah. of the original Karate Kid going mm-hmm. into Karate Kid 3. Yeah, he was just the evil sensei. That was it. Yeah, he was just an evil sensei. You didn't get all, he talked kind of about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. In three, and he talked about it in one. Um, so you knew he he had a military background, but you didn't really know what happened to Crease yeah. and also to Terry Silver that mm-hmm. kind of like got them this way. Mm-hmm. And I really do appreciate the show for giving you a lot of backstory yeah. on these characters that even if you are a you know a person who hasn't seen the Karate Kid movies, mm-hmm. you can de- you definitely understand what's going on. They they use flashbacks really well. To kind of uh, tell a, a, a long, a bigger story than there, than really the budget's kind of like affording to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really does. I really appreciate how Crease develops because you can see that he is 
a father figure to uh what was it to johnny to johnny he very, very much yeah. he very much sees johnny lawrence as a as a son mm-hmm. you know he's he was very proud of him and he is trying near the end of season four he's trying to make up for those mistakes that he made in in you know inside the first karate mm-hmm. kid movie uh for like choking him out he understands this is why johnny hates me like he has I, that moment I, of realization yeah he's having like a moment of realization of like oh my god like I'm a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Nick, hold that thought real quick. I'm going to yeah. do a quick little production cut here to reset the camera. So we'll be back sure. in a second, guys. And we're back. Yay. Just like that. Nick, go on. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had to do the same thing. I was like, okay, yeah, let me get back to my thought. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, because I was literally, I have soup in front of me and I was about to eat it. But anyway. Um, Are you like Baby Yoda right now wrapped up in your blankie? No, I'm sitting at my desk. I'm a balls like up. <laughs> balls Honestly, flat on the desk. That that is how I that is how I hang out in my room. Um, <laughs> but but for for the, I like the idea that Crease has a change of heart, especially when it comes to when they're getting to the final fights, mm-hmm. and he sees Robbie pure in rage mm-hmm. like he's just seeing like all the rage inside of him and he's having the, the same realization attitude. that johnny had when he saw miguel yeah because he sees miguel he sees miguel like full of rage and he's saying like no mercy everything like that and he can kind of go and he, he looks at himself and goes what did i teach him yes. like this isn't what i meant to teach you mm-hmm. i i wanted to teach you something I wanted to just, you know, make sure that you could defend yourself, not be a, a bully, not be a menace. Mm-hmm. And he saw Ro- that turn into Robbie. And then that also goes into, uh, I forget what the girl's character name Tori. Is. Tori. The mm-hmm. best girl. Uh, <laughs> is she on the, she's on your list, I'm assuming. Um, so. And yes, she is over she's, 21, guys. She's like, 24, 23. Yeah, look, like, I don't want to be creepy. Let's just say yeah, that. I just, just appreciate are, her you, acting. You, you no, made this she, she is a you great actress. Peyton List is a great actress, okay? I'm not she's, arguing she's that. She's awesome. She and I can't wait for her arc in season bitch, five. Right? <laughs> she's going to be having. Look, if Hawk had redemption in season four, that's true. Season five is Tori's redemption. That's all I got to say. Peyton List. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Let's do this. I I'm unsure. I think that it's Robbie. It's going to be Robbie's redemption because we it's have both. to have a redemption for. We've had we've had Miguel. Hold up, hold up. Become... Don't don't go into the don't go into the new characters because that's a whole other topic. <laughs> like that that's a whole other topic. Oh, Finish for new your, characters. Yeah, for the new characters okay. because there's a lot to talk about in terms of the old characters first before. Oh, we okay, okay, okay. I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So because because yeah, yeah. you're right, Crease you, has a change of heart, but I think that that's what makes this show so great. Is that it? It sells you on the idea that these are not one-note characters, because mm-hmm. you like okay. It makes them people. How many? Okay, when you and Mandy watched it, yeah. right? Mandy watched it the whole way through. Yes. Was there ever a moment where she said, "I'm gonna pause and go to sleep, or just kind of take a break"? Were there like any really big moments, or there did you guys was, like binge no, like so, six, seven episodes? So the whole so I'm watching it with her, and I'm waiting because my favorite finale is the season two finale, which so is what, the, the cell phone. Yes, but also with Miguel. How it ends when he falls and hits the rail oh, stair rails. Oh yeah. So because that's the biggest moment in the whole series before season. I cried. Oh, that's the thing. I cried. <laughs> so so I'm watching that, that it. Sounds like that sounds like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching it and she's watching it uh-huh. and then we get to episode nine, season two. Uh-huh. And so it's not late, but it is like kind of like 
It's like around 10 or 9 o'clock. Babe, we got to go to sleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but she stopped it. She went like, okay, we'll stop it there. I'm like, wait, did you stop it because you know that season two is a big finale? You don't want to stop it right then and there. You'd rather, when you watch the finale of season two, automatically go straight into season three. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so she knew. Yeah. She, so she, she played yeah. the cards right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and then when that happened, she was like, in disbelief so it's not just the season finales though Mm -hmm. it's not just the story arc yeah think about it this way every old character that we've gotten back Mm -hmm. has had to develop Mm -hmm. but not just straight up develop Mm -hmm. they had to earn their development yes like johnny was a you know a a dude that was a drunken Mm -hmm. fool in his apartment broke he was the handyman he was like the mr miyagi of the apartments but just didn't have his life together yeah essentially right like this guy was a loser and now all of a sudden from seasons one all the way to four Mm -hmm. he slowly started to develop Mm -hmm. into a better person yeah we went from a guy that didn't know anything to a dude that now has two kids yes ironically i actually never thought about it like that but you're right Johnny does become Mr. Miyagi in a way. Of He's growing this, into that mm-hmm. kind of character. Well, but the thing is that Mr. Miyagi was lost because mm-hmm. Mr. Miyagi lost his his family. Yes. Do we have a drunken scene with him in season? Yes. No. What? For he gets the first drunk. movie. In the first movie. Yeah. He, first he gets movie. Oh, yeah. His wife's death. Yeah. He, t- yeah. he talks about how his wife was murdered in the mm-hmm. war mm-hmm. and like his son died in the war as well. Yeah. Um, that's one of the encampments, I believe, right? It was the one, I think it was, it was supposed to be, oh, it was the night, I think, when, um, he was supposed to meet up with Ali at the country club. Yes. But then he catches Johnny. They have a, there, something happens. I think he, uh, what was it? I think Johnny ends up pushing him into something and then. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Daniel catches Ali and Johnny dancing. Yes. And he goes for a kiss. that's what it was. He goes for a kiss at Ali, but then Daniel runs away as soon as he sees it and doesn't see Ali slap johnny after the kiss yeah exactly yes okay anyway so and, go on but anyway the 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 thing is is that both him and mr miyagi were both lost in their lives they didn't really know what to do with themselves yeah. but once finding that student and you know forming a school and doing everything like that that really gave them a purpose and really showed them this is what i was meant to do i was meant to teach i was meant to uh you know mentor the next generation and pass on the wisdom that I've learned from my, which are from my years, because honestly, you can say kind of the same thing about Mr. Miyagi in the first movie. He's, he's not necessarily a bum. He's not a, he's not necessarily a drunk or no, anything like that. He's just to himself. He keeps himself. But he's just to himself and he doesn't really, he's, he's kind of just waiting for himself to die. Yeah. yeah basically. Like he, he doesn't, he has no family. He has, he's not talking with anybody. He's just kind of, there he has like a little garden yeah. room in the apartment complex doesn't he yeah he just yeah. has a bonsai tree but that's uh, what makes that series so like well respected is that we have that character development of certain people we see danny grow and mr miyagi grow in all three movies mm-hmm. right yeah and yeah. in here we're getting that same experience over four seasons every character is not getting their development they're earning their development yeah. larusso True. is one of those reverse developments where he has everything at the palm of his hand yeah. but he's slowly starting to lose everything and has to understand why yeah. and that journey and that pain and suffering both that both Johnny and Danny have to go through is what gets us hooked the entire way through. Mm-hmm. We can't put an episode down. No. We an, yeah. a season comes out yeah. and we have to stay hooked that entire way through mm-hmm. because we want to know what the next episode is. Yeah. We want to know what's going on with these characters. And even still, the villains again. Kreese Kreese mm-hmm. has a development. Yeah, he has a superior development. 
because he comes in and tricks Johnny into thinking that he's back and he's going to teach him and he's going to do just right and do right to what he did wrong in in like in the original trilogy mm-hmm. of movies and then all of a sudden takes Cobra Kai away from him. I think one of the things that no. makes me respect the show a lot, one of the moments of writing aspect was the whole uh, it's not even season 4, it's in season 3 of the reasoning because there because you could tell if you have a karate kid show you have to go do callbacks on all the movies so the callback to call to karate kid part two mm-hmm. the writers are saying basically they were in a room like how do we get daniel back to okinawa yeah and they did yes. that in the most creative way that i think it you know it was like okay we're gonna have his dealership and then his 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 daytona contract is gonna be at jeopardy he has to go to Japan yeah. to talk about it. And then, boom, he's in Japan. But he's not in – obviously, he's not in Okinawa. But he's in Japan waiting. It doesn't work out for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he gets inspired to go to Okinawa. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the island's not very big. That's the thing, you can, yeah. You can go from – well, I mean – there's that growth and yes. it causes it, it's it's the reasons mm-hmm. as to why yeah. he just does, they don't just if, happen to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, because going from Japan to Okinawa is like probably like a 40, like a 30 minute flight, mm-hmm. like Japan to Okinawa, mm-hmm. because it's because Okinawa is a separate island. Yeah. Um, But it is interesting to kind of like see how that all kind of morphs together. And yeah. especially when they bring in, um, what was it like the the. They bring in all the characters yeah. from the second movie oh, yeah. that, chosen. that he met in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They bring in Chosen. They bring in uh, Yuji Oki- mm-hmm. Okimoto. Mm-hmm. And he, and I love the idea of like, oh yeah, like you there put- was a form of, uh, which a Miyagi do that mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mr. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi it's, never taught it to you. It, so. yeah, he it knew the- it. It, it was like the the, the offensive first, take on yeah it, it was exactly. the it was the offensive form mm-hmm. of Miyagi Do and I will say this before we move on to the newer characters because we do have about like maybe no more than fifteen minutes left Damn. on the show, um, they bring back the romantic interests from the original movies mm-hmm. in a way that develops the characters and not like ruins them yes so I think one yep. of the what the heck are that's the heard? plumber he's knocking next door be like hey yeah, quiet guys shut <laughs> up <laughs> anyways you guys um, are spoiling Cobra Kai he's a- <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so Ali's intro or Ali's return, right? That's in the season biggest. three. Yeah, season was, three, that was you would have thought that that was a wrench in Johnny's like life because, because he was already developing yeah, a relationship with, with Miguel's, Miguel's mom. mom. Yeah, and it's like, why are you gonna ruin this? Like, you, you have think, something good. That's thing. You would think that that would because that's a it's it's a not a cop out, but it, usually that's how it happens in shows. It's a through line. Yeah, exactly. And what they do here is they say they use Ali. Mm-hmm. In a way that's more along the lines of like, in order for you to grow, yeah. look at your past yes. and learn from that. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but also Allie works as a really great mediator. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Between, between the two of Danny. them. So that way, yeah. once you get to season four, when they're trying to work together, it's mm-hmm. kind of like Allie was able to break down. You guys actually have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. You yes. guys could be really good friends if you guys weren't just assholes to each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, what do they do with the girl when in Okinawa? They did the exact same thing, yes. but it was with Danny and Chosen. And Chosen. She was yes. the mediator between she the two. She was the mediator between the two. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because there was a little bit of that romantic interest between the two in yes. Karate Kid 2, mm-hmm. but they kind of cut that away by saying, I have a family now. Yeah. And it's not a date or it's mm-hmm. not anything. I'm just very happy to see yeah. you because you are a childhood friend yeah. that, well, that we've had a long ex- relationship with. They explained it in three. Mm-hmm. That when John when Dan when Johnny was going to come to the states, he wanted her to come with, 
but unfortunately she stayed back in Okinawa and then they were trying to do it long distance. That's why in three, he doesn't really have uh, a love interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just has that. He just talks to that girl in three. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he talks to that girl in yeah. three, but he doesn't really have like, a solid love interest because no. in the very beginning, he breaks up with, uh, what was it, with her. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so Yuki. This, it's great. It's, it's good <laughs> character development, and we can see that the writers are really respecting the source material to kind of push forward mm-hmm. with these old characters in Cobra Kai. Yeah. But yes. with the old characters, mm-hmm. you got to get the new characters, the, 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 the newer generation of yeah. kids, right? So there's... One tiny little bit of thing. About his son? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. There's a tiny little bit of like annoyance with these new characters Daniel that I'm. A dick. Yes, <laughs> um, but his his arc is kind of getting interesting. It's I feel like the writers still haven't grasped how the younger generation talks. Yeah, because they cuss a lot. Yeah. And I get it, they cuss, but not kids to cuss. that extent. No, that's the thing. And kids do cuss. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like, would they say that? Would 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 I'm we try- really be talking I'm, about that? I'm trying to remember what I said as a kid. In high school, you know, to kind of like, I remember we said the S word a lot. Yes. And then you, we said the F, F word. The F word a lot because yes. that was fun to say. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. But also, some of the topics of conversation are kind of like, dude, you guys are like 15, 16 years old. I wasn't even talking about that. Maybe some people were, but you guys look too nerdy to kind of like talk mm-hmm. about that. It just doesn't I was talking about that. I was going to say, I, I, may, I may have been talking about that. But the thing is, I wasn't hanging out with other nerdy people when I, I was the only nerd. In okay. High school, sure. I just didn't no. grow up with that, so that's why it's kind of like weird. That's for me, you know? the that's I, I may have had a different perspective, be seeing as I went to an all guy school in high school. <laughs> Dang. So it's kind of like just hanging out in a locker room all day. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it smells like one too. Because uh, <laughs> most guys are like, I'm not seeing any girls today. I'm not gonna shower for like three days. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can smell the onions. <laughs> you can smell the axe body sway. Yeah, axe body uh, sway. Dude, it, literally, it smelled like axe body sway and nuts. Sweaty uh, nuts. But besides it's that kind of nuts. like that kind of like weird thing that they're doing with the kids, the characters themselves are just really great mirror images of what we originally saw in the trilogy without mm-hmm. just being copy paste. Yes, because every character started out a certain way, mm-hmm. and now they're growing and maturing as individuals mm-hmm. in a way that's like. We understand. We have our favorites, and we have the people we don't like. Just like in Karate Kids right 1 now, through 3. Miguel is my favorite. Well, obviously. Yes. Miguel is Miguel's such a great... Yeah, Miguel's great. But that's the thing is, like, you know, when we think of the older cast, I don't think we can fully hate someone in the older cast. I think we all like Kreese in terms of how he's developed. No, he's a great... He's a more developed villain, you know? We still yeah. like Danny mm-hmm. for kind of like... Daniel? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. No, Daniel's still likable because he's learning. Yeah, the thing is, what what's great about it is that they're not exactly who they were in the past movies. Exactly, they're growing. So all of these yeah. characters are becoming lovable. Yes, right. And with the newer cast, we have our favorites, mm-hmm. and we have the ones that need to shut up. <laughs> Sam, who needs? Sam- <laughs> Why do you hate Sam? Because so much? she doesn't understand. I swear, it's like she, you have one person telling her, "Hey." relax and she's like okay but then she still does the same mistake and i'm like listen sweetie i get it you're a teenager you got hormones no, i get but, that but she, she still makes the same mistake and Nate, then she's okay, like wait, mommy wait, wait, help me no. but then mommy tells her wrong and then she's like wait, what? you know what mom i hate you too i feel like you're getting what, a different you know perspective i, I feel like i just don't like paying attention to the mo- to the show <laughs> <laughs> or, or me and nick are like listen, wait what wait, <laughs> tori ripped open question. her arm with the freaking knuckles the bleeding on, knuckles. I, I was like, question. do it. So because Sam doesn't show any cleavage inside the show, do you just kind of feel <laughs> like the Muppets? 
Do you just hear like the kind of like a wah 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 wah? wah yeah, because talking? that because no. that prom dress that Tori was wearing did not. I was like, no, wow. that's not the Dang, no. That's that not, was... not the reason. Because <laughs> I'm just, just saying sucks. there was a lot more love, to no, Sam. Look, the actress that plays Sam, she's great, but that's what that, I like her because she makes me really not like Sam. Okay, if you can really thing, sell me on a character I, to say that I don't like you, uh-huh. then that means you're doing your job right. Yeah. Sam right? is Daniel. Sam yeah, she's going through the turmoil. Written, yeah. But Sam she's not grasping. Like Daniel. She's where, Daniel without Miyagi. Yes. yes. Okay, it, that's fine. I can agree anger, with that. She has all the anger. She has all of this frustration, but she feels like she's alone. And feel, she feels yeah. like yes. what people are, are saying around her is kind of she she she's in a vacuum. Yes. So it's kind of like what would have happened to Danny if he if Mr. Miyagi wasn't there. If mm-hmm. he wasn't or if Mr. Miyagi was very closed off, like yes. he didn't necessarily understand try to understand what exactly Daniel was going because through. Because LaRusso mm-hmm. or Daniel LaRusso is trying to be that Mr. Miyagi, yeah. but he's not understanding the full entity of what Mr. Miyagi was mm-hmm. to him. And exactly. that's that difficulty. And, so I can I understand that. Okay, yeah. I respect that. But, I feel, but the thing yeah. is that also that changes at the end because oh, this is gonna show up both, on the audio so badly, it kinda, dude. It kind of is. What? No, they're, they're okay. The so really quick, they're they're uh, they're the, there's plumbers next door in the bathroom. But the thing is, is because we're connected, you know, we're wall to wall in the bathroom. We can hear exactly what the plumbers the, are it's, doing. It's they're literally mm-hmm. it's literally nine thirty in the yeah. at night. These guys, yeah, and I will say this: these guys, they 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 said, "Oh, we'll be here at 9 a.m." No, they showed up at one. So, besides <laughs> that, yes, we my thing is that <laughs> with by, with the ending of season four, yeah, not only does Sam lose, but she sees that her aggression and everything like that yes. necessarily didn't work. That yes. wasn't that wasn't the tactic I needed to go uh, going in against Tori. And not I, only that, but yeah. also now. Johnny, now Johnny and Danny are both listening to what she has to say. Yeah, so I, I have a feeling yeah. that character is going to develop and it's going to change. So that's the great thing about all these newer characters is mm-hmm. that they're going through a journey. Yeah, and just like the older characters finally finishing up their arcs and mm-hmm. getting a solid development that's yes. going to carry into the next two seasons or so, mm-hmm. they are getting that development as well. And by season four, I think that we reach that point—not mm-hmm. that climax, but that point where each character besides Hawk is going to get some sort of redemption mm-hmm. or some sort of like final moment that kind of truly brings them together yeah. because Sam grew up from being a stubborn kid mm-hmm. who felt like she could you know take on the world because she knows Miyagi-Do yeah. to now seeing I could see the world through two different perspectives mm-hmm. through exactly you know Eagle Fang and through Miyagi-Do that's the thing the offense and the defense I think so really quick because I know we're going to wrap it up pretty soon and I feel like we'll, we'll talk about it more next week just to kind of like our more fanboy discussions because I feel like we need to talk about that whole tournament we can do the oh, we yeah, can do a mini cast out of it that's once Nick get, once you know what once Nick gets cleared I feel mm-hmm. like we can discuss the tournament that's the well, thing well I'm, I'm supposed to be cleared by Monday but <laughs> the, here's the thing that I really liked about it the mm. only so for me the only thing I I, I I because just because you know I've watched a lot of movies I've watched a lot of these sports movies and everything like that the first thing I thought was my bad Nick I'm sorry I didn't know you just indulged in blood sport the entire time basically you... <laughs> um, but but the thing but the thing is is that by the by the end of this I knew that 
they were going to lose. I know Eagle Fang was going to lose, and I knew that uh, Miyagi Do was going to make it to the very end. It wasn't. It couldn't have ended any other way because exactly. there was already a season five. I loved how they reconstruct the tournament, though the point system yeah. and like the layers of winning. Yeah. It Not only that, yeah. but also the interesting thing that I liked about it too. Uh, I feel like that was we have more money, so let's really show off these kids doing karate. Mm-hmm. Like let's like really show like these kids doing some stuff. Uh, that's why they had the point system. But that's besides the point. I thought it was an interesting thing, of because the Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang couldn't defeat Cobra Kai separately. Yeah, that's just not how it's going to work out. They have to In unify. Order, mm-hmm. They have to unify, and they have to go under a new banner. It can't be Miyagi Do Eagle, Eagle Fang. Fang. It's yeah. got to be something different, which is a whole new which dojo. is great because this also yes. kind of goes alongside the new character they bring in, the kid Kenny. Yes, because Kenny was such a late introduction, but he also had mm-hmm. really great development up until the end. No, what I loved was, is how they connected Kenny too. Yeah, because he's <laughs> this kid with problems who was basically new to the entire school, yeah. bullied, and didn't have inner strength. But then they took that 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 like fear. They Star Wars him, mm-hmm. right? That fear and anger that he has mm-hmm. about his family and being bullied, mm-hmm. and they use that as a weapon to get him to be super aggressive, which is why we get that Anthony LaRusso storyline with Kenny. Yeah. That's why, even though you don't like him, I'm mm-hmm. interested. I'm set and ready. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can talk more about you know Cobra Kai and like, the I final like, ends of the yeah, tournament in a minicast. I want to talk about more about Kenny, and mm-hmm. I want to talk about Robbie. Having to should we train just do Kenny. the like a separate mini cast for the the newer characters? Yes, and just I think wrap so. It up yeah, with, like, that's something that's something that we could talk about for like another hour. Yeah, we can yeah. definitely yeah. do that. I'm looking forward to seeing how season five kind of develops. Uh, Chosen is Chosen is, is back. back. Yeah, Chosen teaching, is back, and yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be teaching the kids offense under a new banner. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie, well, I, I actually I actually forget what was what did what did Chosen's uncle call. Their form of karate. Oh, I don't know Cause, actually. Because remember, Shozen is uh, what was it? His uncle was Miyagi's best friend, mm-hmm. and then Miyagi's best friend, his parents died. Shozen got adopted by Miyagi's dad, and then Miyagi's dad then taught both of them their the, their form of karate. Yeah, and what was it? Then you know, Shozen then learned from his uncle. And then, you know, that's how two kind of happens. That's the, like the battle between uh, the two uh, forms of karate, the same type of karate, who's better at it? Oh, Sato's Dojo. So Yes. It's so really- I actually wouldn't be surprised if it was something that has to do with Sato. Miyagi Sato Dojo? No. So here's what here's the interesting thing, because Nick just gave me an idea of how they might move forward with this. Do you notice that at the end of season four, it ends with – LaRusso visiting Miyagi's grave one last time mm-hmm. before yes. the chosen or before chosen is revealed again. Yeah. Yes. So I have a feeling that the writers are basically saying we're going to put Miyagi to rest. He is no longer going to be the main influence in stopping Cobra Kai. We're going to be moving forward under a new banner. I don't think it's going to be, you that know, makes sense. It, it probably isn't like, cause it was symbolic in mm-hmm. that way. There was yeah. no reason for him to go visit mm-hmm. the grave again and say like, you know, well, yeah, I have to move. I have to like, I can't honor the no, deal. There was because uh chosen said, I would love to come to America. So that way I can also, uh, visit Miyagi's grave. Yeah, but that was that happened in three. So there's that sign of respect, though, mm-hmm. where it yes. was like, okay, we're laying him, we're laying Miyagi to rest now. Mm-hmm. Like this storyline, the Miyagi Do storyline is over. The next season, 
you know, we have Miguel looking for his dad and Johnny going for it, like Johnny going to follow him. So it might not even be until season six because they've had to, they've talked about potentially having three, two more seasons after this uh, season five. Mm-hmm. So it's going up to season seven, I think. Well, the well, writers are doing a great job of kind of like showing off these different story arcs so mm-hmm. we can get invested. Because that was the one thing I was kind of like, what's going to happen after season four? Yeah. Because it's been leading up to this, this exactly. tournament. Yeah. And well, the thing is that they have one more tournament left because they were sophomores when they got into the into it, and then they all said next year we all turn eighteen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they got one more. Mm-hmm. So they got one. They got one more tournament left in oh, order to eighteen and under. So yeah. season five is the prep. Season six seven, is the six next is the tournament. Next tournament. Yeah. So there could be yeah. yeah. So maybe season six might be mm-hmm. the end. I don't know. There's a lot to not, think about in that sense. Not only that, but I actually wouldn't mind though if. Uh, I don't know if that was a kid or a cat outside that died. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I know we both heard that. We're just I like, know. What the heck? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so playing five nights anyway, at Freddy's. I think that I, I think that what's going to happen is that moving forward, I actually wouldn't mind seeing them out of uh, out of high school in college. Uh, you know, kind of going a little bit further. I always think that that's kind of like a great like moniker of how exactly do I take the teachings of my karate of what I learned in karate and how do I take that to college? How do I become a person with it? Mm -hmm. It would be interesting to see that because that was, that, that was the, that was basically what the last movie was. I mean, after the last one, John, Danny becomes 18, Mm -hmm. he fights, you, you know, keeps his title and everything like that. And then boom, that's it. Mm -hmm. So they have to defend the title every year. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause he, uh, cause he had already defended it. He hadn't. Def- the, that was the second time because he got it in his junior year. Mm-hmm. So when he so he got it when he was seventeen. When he turned eighteen, damn, there was a lot of things that happened during that time, wasn't there? Yeah, that that's what I was telling um, Brian when we were talking about The Witcher and the Time Span. In this uh-huh. series, it's only been a year span, hasn't it? Through seasons one and technically four. Yeah. Be- uh, because the tournament was in the end of season one, and then the next tournament wasn't until season. Yeah, they four. only celebrated Christmas once. Yes. Yeah. So technically, yeah, it's only been like a year. year <laughs> that's and insane. Yeah. That's but that's how you know. That's why it makes it so much better. Um, we do have to wrap it up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but I will say that it, this show has been nothing but spectacular in terms of selling itself. Mm-hmm. It's 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 character developments are great. You get really hooked on the fact that, you know, these characters are developing in a way that just gets you. It's respected. They're respecting where they're coming from. The newer characters, you get invested in them and you have your heroes and your villains that you really appreciate. And it's really selling you on the fact that there was more to Cobra Kai than simply just the Karate Kid movies. It was, yeah. The story oh, yeah. was it not wasn't just, just Danny like, oh, LaRusso. Yeah. That's the thing. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, this is the bad karate dojo. No, no. It, they want you to, like, buy more into it, yeah. which is really good. Because um, I mean, Cobra, Cobra Kai is the it is the main villain for two of four Karate Kid movies. Yeah. Yes. And you know what's really great? Final note. Final note. Uh, that in the tournament right before Sam is about to fight Tori, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel goes up to the announcer because he's introduced as the two-time uh the two-time champion all valley champion daniel russo then he goes up and he's like no you also got to say that to johnny Mm because johnny was also a two-time defending all valley champion 
and they refixed yeah. that, which is great because now that was the turning point for Johnny to see mm-hmm. there's now mutual respect amongst those two. Because I don't think we're going to get that connection of Daniel and Johnny in season five, given that Johnny's probably going to be spending most of that season looking for Robbie. Uh, Miguel. Oh, Miguel, in that's Mexico, right. Yeah. yeah. Right? So there's that final respect that kind of ties that together for mm-hmm. one last bit until Miguel gets found. I don't know how long it'll take in season well, five. He's doing so the actor that's that's Miguel, he's also gonna be filming Blue Beetle. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's right. He got cast to get Blue Beetle. Blue, yeah. So he they, needs to get buffer. And that's why he was a little thicker in this season in season four. And um that's the thing. He's gonna be doing Blue Beetle. So I don't know if Miguel I'm gonna tell you, gonna be I'm a, in I'm the tell next you right now. He's he's gonna be a beautiful blue beetle. Yeah. Oh no, he's gonna be a <laughs> Thank great. Thank you for fixing that. <laughs> he's gonna be a, a, a great blue. Beetle. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait for excited. him to be blue beetle. I'm so I'm happy. Such a great him. actor. Yeah. yeah, such a great yeah, actor. He has a he has a long journey ahead of him. Uh, he's a great actor. Great, uh, great everything. He he does a lot of the stunt work and everything like that. Um, yeah, honestly, I can see him going off for maybe half a season. Yeah. Like maybe like four or five episodes, um, and kind of like in Mexico and everything else. Um, I am interested to kind of see Johnny come back and see them properly develop what he's already taught them when it comes to offense. Yeah, because very much what's going to be happening. Yeah, you got is ten chosen... seconds. The camera's dying. <laughs> okay, just so basically, reset. what happens is that chosen is going to basically turn the is going to take what they already know on offense and then show them how to do it correctly. Yeah. That was it? <laughs> that was it. You rushed me for no reason. You <laughs> My bad. We got to wrap it up because Renee's about to, this camera's about to die. <laughs> so yeah, we're probably out of time and, and it was rushed. My bad. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week. Issue 81. We'll talk more yeah. new topics and then stay tuned for the uh, mini cast for Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. And when we discuss the newer cast and mm-hmm. what we like so much about them, because honestly there's yeah. a lot to talk about and it, there's just so many layers to Cobra Kai. Definitely, so many layers. Definitely. Um, with mm-hmm. that said, Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Keeping Up With The Nerds. Visit our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. And if you guys are listening to our audio platforms, follow us on there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. With that said, are we ready to wrap this episode up or this issue? Yes. Let's go ahead and do it. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue number 80. My name is Brian. Renee. Recording at Undercity Comics in Whittier, California. We want to thank everyone for listening to this issue and hope to see you all next time.